Blog Talk Radio. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey yo, what up? Hey yo, what up? This is Just Wolf. You're now listening to Soda Sound Radio with your host Half Pint. Come on, start the show.
they callin' me grind. DMC and all of these dies. Before I show them what to do with a brick, they want some revolutionary shit. The BGF hit Huey and buried him. The man, Jeff, too, can Larry them. Can we have them half a snort in the kitchen? Niggas, you having to cool with Larry Flint? I put them young boys on them stoops. And invest the views on every strip. And that's why they close and sell doors. And the ghost in the shell haunts. Every soul that fell for and rolled that coach back. Behold a pale horse. Possession. That's a whole nine ten. Invested. Pass control for dry snitch. Rappers low key been riding on me for years. And every record sold I meant. I'm an 80s
bed in the morning. I got the bread in the corner. Got my career in the sauna. I got no fear, just honor. I bled and lived through trauma. First the fat boys break up. Then bow while retires. And now y'all disrespecting the king. I come through there with the street sweeper for niggas claiming they doing dirt. And get to just disrespecting the scene. I'm what you call the epitomizer. Of getting dark, I will spit a geyser that'll get his guys on the charts a bit of like a farce. I'm feeling like the dying on the permanent throne. We like it can rhyme, burn it, you can get stoned. It's smelling like a megaphone in the coop. Going into an extra zone in the booth. Blowing it through the headphones and microphone in the noose. Poems to prove I'm the best to ever progress on the measure metronome in the loop. All I could do is turn your sister to my all night masseuse. Stone in the goo, this is my moment of truth. Can I? They told the gatekeepers to stay in guard the way to freedom. Shades, demons, being staged as the dark ages stationed beneath, oblivion, vague. The great mirage decorated in your dreams with the theme songs from Faust. Of Rob, get it playing the guitar. Don't be afraid to cross the river Styx with that mangy dog. I think his name is Toth. 
This is how entertainers and artists starving for a plate to eat get retained. Because they don't know who to keep players of. Say what's our form from clay, descended from Jacob's line. Stages of cost decay, inventions of Frankenstein. Slaves of the lost nature, victims of space and time. Cavemen evolved from apes, chemists that the Big Bang design created in God and the angels. Image explained with science, glitches in the matrix bond. This stasis and amniotic, liquid that face supplies. We've traced our fall from grace to Genesis 8 and 9. Baited by the snake, Nakash, his emanated. Shine blinded when he engaged our pride and ate it. I desire to taste the knowledge of good and evil, that yin and yang sublime, Adam and Eve both, hacking the trees, ghosts with intentions, the data mine, alas, bit into the forbidden chain of complex amino acids, until the Higgs would awake and die, limitless, way beyond cases of idiot savants, we've used more than 10% of our brain of mind, different species, we don't battle lashes, the missing link, because the genomes map, and the systems breach, and we who want the wages of sin are afraid to die, all because we stray from the path to listen to Satan's lies. He kicked us off of his premises and then waved goodbye, fenced it in with a gate and signs. He put caribou at the entrance of Shangri-La. Armed with swords, pivot and flames of fire. And arsenal, them imprisoned then chains inside. The great river Euphrates, anxious to get released. Itching to slay their lot, payment for their wicked deeds. Something that I should be hidden in an insane asylum. That I'm justice and schizophrenic as Jamie Fox and the soloist. As the instruments play, I chime. And in the name of Yah, I'm just a hobo with riches and savings bonds. Vocals are a picture that's painted by photosynthesis, putting them in a frame of mind. A quote scriptures, praying, lying, prostrate on their face or decline on bending knee. Kids, I'm one hey with mine. Be transformed, optimist against Megatron. I seen them skipping and hopping bricks on the way to Oz. To see the land sorcerer, promising them the sacred prize. To be an immortal, job description and fame implied. And he sees Pandora's box, the gift in exchange for highs. They freelance form, they pay me to recant my story. I'm out of options, and in the scripts, if I take the bright paper signed and dated, I'll hide the situation. I just ask Elohim, he knows. Perhaps I tell thee to my soul. Bags of silver, green, and gold. They blackmail me if I roll the dice. Devils to eat my soul alive. Twelve regime, I don't know the tribe. When hell freezes in the social climate, doing shower woe to those born in Bob on Rome. Then having out the knee or told the line on the cobblestone. We're going to shine. Hey, I think you guys can finally hear me now. Welcome to Soul to Sound Radio. This is the takeover. Um, I have Sam Carlisle on the line now, and I fuck. Well, I was I was talking like for the last twenty minutes. I even I played '80s Baby, so you guys were able to hear that. Um, but you guys are not able to hear me until now. But Sam, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you perfectly fine. All right, all right, I. <laughs> <laughs> ah man, that that sucks. God damn, that sucks. But anyway, uh, thank you everybody for sticking it out. Um, I really need a co-host on this damn thing. Um, but um, again, uh, please tell everybody uh what it is that you well not not what you do. Um, I guess where you come from and your style. Okay. Well, how is everyone doing, man? I want to thank Kyle for inviting me on the show. I believe for the second time. Yes. Uh, it took a while to me to get on, so I apologize. I apologize profusely for being late. But uh, originally, I came from uh, Chicago, Illinois. I came up here in Minnesota. I'm currently in Minnesota, where I reside. 
I came up here in I want to say '89, hmm. and um, I've been here ever since. So seven okay. years in Chicago, and now I'm 36. So I've been here roughly 29 years now. And uh, uh, when you go ahead, go ahead. moved, oh, when you moved at the age of seven, was that uh, was that hard for you, or is it something that you kind of don't remember, or you vaguely remember now? I vividly remember it actually. My mom's man at the time, who she wasn't married mm. to, who is the father of my younger twin brother and sister, mm. uh, Parrish in London, he had murdered someone. So we actually fled to Minnesota, as in the case of many people here from in Minnesota from, you know, various yeah. states in the Midwest, specifically Illinois, Detroit, or Michigan, yeah. and, you know, uh, Indiana. So, yeah, we fled here, man. We po- we've been posted up ever since. It's been a relatively nice place to, you know, squat. <laughs> yeah, that it man. is, man. That it is. Um, very, very, very helpful state. That is for sure. Um, Definitely. So you've been here ever since. You said it's a nice place to squat. Um, but yeah. have you ever thought of branching out into moving elsewhere? I have. I've carefully been pondering or deliberating upon moving down south somewhere, possibly uh, North Carolina. Mm. Uh, I don't really like um, down south. I'm, I'm more of a city dude, city slicker, but, you know, uh, I have a large community of people who I closely associate myself with uh, mm. that live in uh, North Carolina. So, you know, somewhat of, of extended family for me. So, mm. yeah, definitely I'll move down south or to the east coast. I, I will move east. You kind of have a, a east coast accent, sort of, um, especially when you're uh, when you're doing your thing on the, uh, on wax. At least I, I think so. Has anybody ever told yeah, you that? Yeah, I've gotten that a lot. Yeah, I've gotten that a lot, man. They used to say I sound like Jadakiss growing up, man. And I think I listen to so much. I, I like East Coast. I, I, I'm i a very narrow-minded music listener, as you probably gathered from uh, me and my posts on Facebook. I like what I like, and I don't like anything else type of dude. I'm very bigoted, you know, in many respects. Like, But yeah. I respect other things. Like, you know, for instance, who's the MC that I respect, whose work I may not like or listen to? Uh, I'm not a big you? J. Cole fan. I don't listen to J. Cole. Hang on, yeah. See, I, like I was gonna say before I'm, I'm gonna cut you off because you're a very, very tough person to approve of their bars. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. And <laughs> so when, when you was getting to say who do I respect, I was gonna cut you off right then and there and say no one because you kind of <laughs> you kind of do this thing on Facebook. <laughs> where you, you would call out rappers constantly and ask if they have bars. And it would be the most right. ridiculous. Oh, my God. You would have the most uh, ridiculous <laughs> reactions to where it's almost death threat because you're, yeah. you're now challenging yeah. people's heartstrings, man. Like, does Andre 3000 really got bars? And you're like, son, Absolutely. I grew up on 3000. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the more the more controversial. I think people just ignore me now. Like, man, I'm not going there with dude. He's he he doesn't he doesn't have it all. I realize that now. Respectfully so, man. I am I'm a harsh critic. And I think I'm a harsh critic from because for me, like I feel like everybody can rap. You can rap if you want. Rapping is easy. Yeah. Articulating yourself exceptionally well is probably the most intricate uh, process or or you know process of of what we would call MCing. So, for instance, let's take someone like Tupac, who I believe is the greatest of all time, in my personal opinion. Not my uh-huh. favorite MC, 
Not my top five favorite MC. Nevertheless, I believe he epitomized what MCing is. He reached the most people with the least amount of energy exerted in terms of getting on the mic. Like, it's cool. You use big words. You're you're very fluent in the language. You know, uh, you have expansive, expansive vocabulary. Great. That's all cool. But that's not necessarily what it's about. It's about reaching your audience, right? Who, who did that better mm-hmm. than Tupac? With his, mm-hmm. you know, quote-unquote limit, you know, uh, clout, uh, vocabulary. Yeah, so and it's it's kind of like a, a number of guys that I'm I'm very hard on, in my personal opinion, aren't really talking about what I would like them to talk about. At the level of MC, okay. they are. These guys are at a very high level, a high caliber of MC, but they're mm-hmm. they're just not talking about anything I I deem relevant. You know, so I'm like mm-hmm. I I don't care that, that you can rap. You you can rap doesn't impress. I'm 36 now, man. Like I'm old. Like what? I'm, what am I dancing in the club? Like what am I doing? I'm a grown man. Educate me. I'm not. You know, I'm not in the entertainment business, and I think that's the issue. So that's kind of where yeah. me and other people, you know, uh, that's where the conflict arises. I'm looking to be somewhat educated, and that's that's my fault. That's why I'm biased. I only want to be educated. Yep. And, and you can entertain me and educate me at the same time, but. I haven't, you know, find, found anybody to do that, you know, efficaciously or as efficaciously as I would like them to do it. So, yeah, that's why I'm so hard, uh, though. Plus, I, I, I rap, t- I'm, I'm an MC too. Mm, so I'm going to be a little course. harder. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I have five rappers here who I think have lyrics. In my, This is my personal opinion. So um, okay. I'm just going to throw them out there and you tell me yes or no if they have bars, okay? Um, Of course, we're going to start with Andre 3000. Yes, definitely has bars. Um, Maybe not to my liking, but he definitely, Elzai definitely has bars. Okay. Um, J. Cole. Yes, absolutely. Tech Nine. Absolutely. And Busta Rhymes. No. Irrefragably no, irrefragably no, without hesitation no. I'm I'm, I'm like I'm saying myself, what is he doing in that? Yes, he's all delivered. Okay. He's not he's not imbecile though. You know, I believe he he could rap. He's probably one of the best rappers. But like RGD three thousand, Elzai, J Cole, and who else did you name? Um, let's see. I said um, Elzai, J Cole. Okay. Uh, Tech Nine. Andre. Tech Nine. Andre. Yep. Yeah, I think I, I think he's uh he will be at the bottom of that list. I I would if I were to organize that list, I would probably say Andre, Elzai, Cole, Tech Nine, Buster Rhymes. And that's that's more about preference than it is anything. See, like, again, there's a lot of guys who I respect who I would say uh, all those dudes have lyrics, but I don't listen to any of those dudes because for me it's more about content. Like, you can rap, but what are you talking about? <clears throat> I want to talk about some controversial topics. These guys have been in the industry, man. Like, they they rub shoulders with the vicegerents and the, the gatekeepers, and they don't got nothing to talk about? Really? Like, y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. Y'all been in the industry that people are so desperately, haphazardly trying to to enter, trying to infiltrate mm-hmm. And all y'all got to talk about is smoking weed and, like, having sex with women. That's it? It's insulting to me as an academic. It's insulting to my intelligence. So I don't feel – I really don't feel too many people, to be honest with you. I kind of reminisce and play a lot of Jadakiss and Jay-Z when I do listen to rap. But I feel like, 
these people are being manipulated and, and they're not telling us the truth to our dismay. And we're continue to continue we're continue to be lulled to sleep, not only lulled to sleep but cold by the oligarchical elite, like who are essentially dumbing us down. Like my own people are saying, Hey, Sam Carlisle, hey Carrie, the words that you use are too big. Use another word. Like a European has never told me that. Ever. It it'll never happen. Unless it's like a little pump or, you know, one of the, these new age dudes, but now, you know how ignominious it is for you to say your vernacular is inconceivable, incomprehensible? Like, that's crazy to me. Like, we're we're adults, man. Take a book up and read. So, yeah, my bad for going on that tirade, my man. No, you, <laughs> you're fine. Um, it's just that was one of the things, like, why you're so um, critical um, when it comes to uh, being a wordsmith and everything like that. Um and I, I say that, you know, being a wordsmith because you're someone of bars. You're you're someone who I guess comes from when it was if you could spit like let's take your MT raps for example. Um the only people yeah. on there was the people who could rap. And if you couldn't rap you yeah. weren't on the show. Same with Rap City. Yep. So forth. Yep. The um, yep. That's still, that's that's still the case with Sway in the morning. That's still the yeah. case with Funk, Funk Flex. Yeah, um, and it's not not so much. Uh, it wasn't so much pay to play anymore, um, and so it's kind of an old school mentality. But it's still something that I feel should be present today. And I, I've, all these lyrics are plug and play. Like anybody can do, and the delivery as well. And I feel like anybody can do it. That's my great. That's my discrepancy. Like that's my primary point of contention. Like I feel like as an MC. I shouldn't be able to replicate or imitate what it is that you're doing. I shouldn't be able to count, counterfeit what you're doing successfully. You know what I mean? Like, a, like for instance, I don't like counterfeit, but I respect it depending upon the quality, right? Like Kobe Bryant, master counterfeiter, master counterfeiter. Genius, I would say genius <laughs> level, sagacious counterfeiter. But I respect it because he counterfeited the best, you know, in my personal opinion. Yeah. He turned out to be the best, and consequently, he became one of the best. And he's arguably the best from from many people's uh, purview, from many people's perspective and their points of view. He is the best. So some people have mm. that prospect, but why? Because he counterfeited the best. Like, so if I'm going to counterfeit somebody, it's going to be an Eminem. It's going to be a Jay-Z. It's going to be a Nas. Like, it ain't going to be a, a Kanye West like, or, or a Migos, like some of these dudes. Like, nah, it ain't going to be any of those dudes. But again... What what I'm doing doesn't make money, man. I'm not uh, vile enough. You know, I'm not uh, fool foolhardy enough. I don't I don't glorify myself enough. There's not enough egotism in my um, my literary works because essentially music to get into philosophically speaking, music is a lot has a lot to do with catharsis. Like people are looking for a release, right? They look they listen to music because they want to eliminate some some pent up emotion, some pent up aggression. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily trying to be educated, but then again, they are because they want to be instructed in some respect or capacity. That's why they're listening to music in the first place. So yeah. consequently, catharsis takes place. But people don't want to be instructed in regards to what right they should be doing. Like, hey, the, the life that you're living is wrong. You probably should be doing this over here. People ain't trying to hear that, and I understand that. And so I'm not going to be the most popular MC, even though. I feel like I eat most MCs alive without a problem. But but who cares about that, right? Because 
I'm not in it to make money. <laughs> so it, it's showing the laundry in a, a great, great complexity because I'm not in it to make money. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're you're kind of one of the people who, I guess this is kind of well, I don't want to say this is a hobby because I feel like you're starting to do more. Um, I see you on Facebook as well, like posting videos of your lyrics and um, even making songs. Um, but before that, it was kind of a slow build. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we have known each other for at least a year or so now, huh? A year uh-huh, or two, maybe uh-huh. a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, about so, about so, and it's 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 kind of been a slow build. Um, is it is it kind of a good thing that with when it comes to someone of bars, um, you can kind of take your time and make music as you please, as opposed to somebody who's in it for the money to have to stay consistent and things like that. Or yeah. do you feel like, or do you feel like somebody who 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 is about bars have to still be consistent, otherwise they could fall behind? Man, wonderful question, sir. You know precisely. I believe your sentiments. I share your sentiments. But like, like I'm a, an adult at this time. Like I'm kind of like somewhat out of my jurisdiction, right? Like I'm 36. You know, I might want to have a kid soon. You know, I'm you know, I'm past my prime. All things considered, by and large, I'm past my prime. I don't. I just simply don't have the time, Kyle. I don't have the time to like go to the studio and record. I probably have five albums worth of material in my phone. Like so, and not to bloviate, not to go on a gasconade, but the joints that I post on Facebook, those are all extemporaneous. Those are all improvisational. Improvisational. I come up with those joints on the fly, and I don't memorize any of them because for what? They're kind of like to be discarded, to be jettisoned. So I really don't have the time, or I convince myself that I don't have the time. I got too much other stuff going on, and, and none of it's really lucrative. You know, I work a job, I have little things that I do for supplemental income, but I, like I don't have a passion. I've never had a passion, and I and I speak to the creator that I believe in, who I refer to as Elohim, and I ask him like, how do you give me such a vivid, imaginative, uh, impactful gift? And, and I, you know, I become somewhat of, a, of an eloquent orator, but not give me the the, amb- the, uh, the ambition or the passion <laughs> to want to do anything with it. it. I don't know. If it's quite enigmatic, man. I really don't understand it. I, I prayed about it on several different occasions. I literally lack the vanity that may, many people accuse me of being arrogant. And, and I'll tell you this in confidence. I probably am arrogant and pompous, and maybe even borderline hubris. I wouldn't say I'm narcissistic, but I feel like I'm a certain level of MC, and I feel like most many people aren't on my level. Like, how am I supposed to treat them? No, mm-hmm. no matter what we believe about each other, this is what I believe in my in my psyche, in my cerebral cortex. I don't believe these guys are are anywhere near where I am, mm-hmm. uh, bar for bar, bar for bar. So I'm going to somewhat come, come off as arrogant, but I, I, I honestly feel like. To do it for what? People don't want to be educated. I'm somewhat of an educator. I just use this platform to educate my people. But they don't mm-hmm. want to be educated. So I'm not about to continue to expend my resources and my hard-earned money to make music, mind you, to give it to people for free to not to not have them listen to it. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm definitely not going to spend my time I doing disagree. that. And my resources? That's crazy. I got I to gotta disagree with you, though. I got to disagree with you. Though. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. Like, there's still people out there like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Jay Z, um, top three, who are educating um, and have Absolutely. that platform of mainstream. 
um, you know, again, they're also, you know, pop makers, hit makers, um, and you kind of sway away from that. It also shows in your music, which your confidence, because you barely, I don't, I, on your SoundCloud, there's no features, um, and there's one restream. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and there's one what? One restream, like like you uh you reshared uh, somebody else's music. Oh, one well, forget about it. Yeah, man. Honestly, I don't feel too many people, Cal. And it's not that they're not immensely talented. It, immensely more. So I, you know who I like? I like Meta. Meta's my, a monster. I was in a video okay. uh, with Tech. I don't, I don't know if you know these people. Tech, Tech Minnesota. I, I really know. Very oh, yeah, well. yeah, so I know, I know Larry. Tech. See, okay, I dropped okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. I, I was in the studio with him. I recorded uh, Tombstone in his studio. And uh, as yeah. I was coming out, I, I, I did a joint with Meta years ago, probably like a decade ago, on the fly. And uh, Meta seen me coming out. And uh, so I chopped it up with him quickly. He's like, man, I want you to hear this joint. He spit a joint for me, man. Like, bar for bar. Meta might be one of the, he. If somebody said he's the best dude in the state, I, I wouldn't dispute it, honestly. Really? I think Meta. I think Meta's the uh, me, the meanest rapper here. See, I'm I'm not a rapper. I'm not the dude who gets in a cipher and freestyles. I'm not the dude who has twenty verses memorized. I, mm. I, I kind of I'm somewhat of like a a freelancer. I'm somewhat like of a hitman. Like, oh, you calling me to do that job? I'm gonna do that job. But after that, ain't nothing to do. You know, so I don't <laughs> have verses memorized. I'm not gonna get a, I'm not gonna get in the cipher right now and just you know. Uh, Dispense off a number of different verses that I that I memorized, but I can go into my phone. And you're right, there are a number of different educated type of type of MCs. I don't know too many MCs that are talking about or touching on the subject matter that I am. Probably what's my man name? Uh, Immortal Technique. Dudes like okay. that. You can't yeah. you can't talk about what I'm talking about and thrive in the industry. You just can't do it. I know that. I've done the research. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know the things that I'm talking about get people taken out. If you know someone has the guts to talk about them or the resolve yeah. to talk about them, and I yeah. have the tenacity, that's why I make the songs that I'm talking about. I'm calling a number of these guys out. Um, I just wrote a drink that I'm anxious to record, not like in a studio, but I'm gonna record it like for for audio because I noticed too that niggas don't like reading, um, so they want <laughs> they want audio. They just want to be able to listen to you know like honestly, man. And I, and I do say this to to both. Man, sometimes I read some of my joints. I'm like, man, cats can't be reading these joints, man. Cats can't be. Unless I'm not nearly internet, as though. nice as I think I am. We're in the internet, though. Like, video killed the, the publishing star. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> videos out here taking yeah. out everything. Like, like publishing, video, like, like radio, like, all of it, man. <laughs> like, our intention span so is dropping because of, because of videos. Like, like, all of it. Like, even me, and man, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like it's like like my attention span is is shot now because of social media and and uh, yeah, 26 my, reasons why or, or you know reasons why you should you should not leave the house and then like you know you get a paragraph and then an image and then you go on to the next slide like so people are 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 not reading as long and so our attention span is is shot I believe and and I'm not the type of writer. I mean, I can condense something, but I feel it won't be as potent, as combustible. So I don't essay to literally, you know, try to consolidate the things that I've that I've computated. Like I like to, I like to try to go in deep, but I realize that I well, I do realize that our attention spans have decreased significantly. But I'm still operating 
within the confines of, you know, the 90s. Where, yeah. remember when we opened a CD and we read everything on the CD? Yeah. The, the, the credits? Just like, like, the lyrics man. was on there and everything. Yeah, I remember. Man, I no, remember. That's, like you said, so I'm, some, I'm somewhat of a relic, but I'm approaching things or I'm trying to navigate or traverse my way through the system as if, you know, I'm newly conditioned and constructed, and that's just simply not the case. So I, I truly just don't have the patience to, to go record. Like, I should be recording. I got all kind of material, and I don't say that to brag, but I, I do, and I put it on Facebook. I, in mm. the last several years, I, I probably recorded on Facebook a few albums, right? Yeah. But it's just in, it's written. <laughs> it's right. not recorded. That's That's the issue. That's the issue. But I feel like, man, for me, this is convenient. This is convenient for me, and it's and it's really about me. It's not about anybody else. Like I got things going on, but this is what I'll do. This is in regards to extending myself to the public or or my audience or anybody who does have a semblance of respect for what it is that I do. Like okay, I'm gonna just write it out for them, but that's underappreciated. So what have I had to do? I've had it. I've had to somewhat compromise. (laughs) So now you see me on video, which I don't like. I don't like performing. I don't like video. I don't like record. I don't like being in the camera. I don't like, I'm not built for this era. I probably, I'm, See? I, I probably would have done yeah. better in the early 2000s, late 90s. See, you're onto something. And that was kind of my next question. But before we go on to that, uh, take us through Tombstone. Uh, that's one of the next track I'm going to play here before we uh, talk about, quote unquote, I guess not necessarily stubbornness. <laughs> oh, my, my unwillingness to, my unwillingness to, not only accommodate my audience, but or the the audience per se, but uh, my unwillingness to be malleable because you do have to be somewhat pliable, right? You have to be be willing to compromise. And I feel like, man, I'm a man of principle. Like, and, and anyone who knows me personally knows that I'm I'm stubborn and obstinate and ornery, and you're not gonna get me to do anything that I don't want to do. And, like, and, and if we ever become good friends, you'll learn that about me. Like. That's oh, I'm already on. That's that's why I said. Like, see, I I'm very observant, man. Like, I you're you're kind of more of an open book than you know. But <laughs> take us through. Okay, sweet, sweet. <laughs> take us through Tombstone. I'm gonna play this track, and then we're gonna talk some more. <laughs> okay, bet my man. This is uh this is Tombstone, man. I thought I thought that I was going. This was going to be like uh, an atomic bomb when I dropped it, but to my dismay, it was more like a dud in regards to uh, how it was received. But initially, I wrote the I wrote the hook. Like you know, the hook is <clears throat> tombstone. Mm. Um, well, well, you want to play it and then you have me elaborate on it, or should I just kind of go through it bar for bar right now? Not bar for bar, just like an introduction. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my apologies. This is all new for me. But yeah, I like to introduce Tombstone, man. Featuring my guy Adonai, produced by Nicodemus. My guy as well, man. Check it out, y'all. Choose your next words carefully. They may be your last. The grand clans and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. Insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. Blood and tears. When we stamp, we rush the 
guess we wasn't clear. God gon' let me up in here. I don't know why we won't squash the bones with common folks on common goals. Buy the whole strip, private owned mints. I propose them, but rock the post. And the job is soldiering. Glocks the tote. Modern coach with dot scopes. Phosphorus explosives locked and loaded. If you're not folk, I'm the tribe so to the sly colonialist. Trying to stroll in, watch scrolls and high road clips. Knock the nose off the hybrid. Don't trip. Product stolen, chop the roads, wrist and iron yoke them. Impostors know this. Hard bodies of oxygen and hydrogen modes like the ride of modes. Yeah, we'll kind of know the divine codes that the prophets wrote in the Tanakh. Jotted notes in a brick out of shock. We should fly home and mine the gold and canine rich deposited petroleum. Five Oprah, Sean Combs, the Doc Hope, my God, a goat. And LeBron, the gold winner, spy store, rich and cocks and hopes to sabotage the program. Oh shit, your song's ending. And he was in the 
in the middle of a sentence, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? You was on, then. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's oh, just, uh, man. It's like it's kind of like uh, the Boondocks. I don't know if you ever saw that first episode of Garden Party, where uh, uh, the rich white dude and Grandpa. Um, um, why did I draw a blank on his name now? But uh, uh, pops from uh, Wayne Brothers or or from Friday. Uh, I forget his name now. Damn. But anyway, nonetheless. Uh, they were just they were just having a drink was? together. Yeah, John Witherspoon. Thank you. They uh-huh. were just trying to have a drink together and and be old school. And that's that's what I kind of feel uh-huh. like, man. We're old school in our thirties, and that's that's sad, kinda, ain't it? <laughs> it is, man. It is, man. It's it's just different. And and I feel like I feel like, man, like we we're getting older, and more is required mm-hmm. of us required of us our responsibilities have somewhat shifted like we have a responsibility i'm not a big hip-hop dude uh kyle like i'm not yeah. a, i honestly i'm i don't even consider myself hip-hop to be all you know uh first mm. and frank with you I, I i'm not even a big proponent or even a fan of hip-hop uh i I, na- I pretty much named who i like i like him and i like a lot of guys but i primarily listen to cycle through about five several different artists and that's all i listen to and it was mainly yeah. gangster rap Yep. It wasn't like no most deaf. It wasn't no Tyler. It wasn't none of that. It wasn't Daylight yeah. Show. It wasn't no none yeah. of them. Biggie, uh, Pop, you know. So, but I feel like it is. This is a culture, and we are heralding a culture. We're we're emissaries of a culture, whether we like to believe it or not. You know, um, it's a it's a concentrated effort. And in my estimation, and in my, my experience, man, there's so much ego. I feel like because I always present myself as I'm mean with these bars, people are like, man, I ain't trying to work with you. Unless I'm, I'm under the wrong impression, right? And, and that's my fault. That's my fault. Uh-huh. That's my personality. The way my personality works is I, I try to see what's wrong with something. There could be absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. But the way my mm-hmm. personality work is, I'm saying I'm, I'm going to find out. Something has to be wrong with it, right? I'm going to find out what's wrong with it, and I'm going to deconstruct it, and I'm going to expose it for, for being wrong to begin with. So, and so it's somewhat of an, an inimical and an adversarial approach, which I shouldn't take. But I can't That sounds rather pessimistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, extremely pessimistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what it but, is. Uh, but I, but <laughs> the efficacy of my – go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was going to – I feel like, in a way, you have so much passion um, – and I'll I'll shout out to uh, uh, Ryan for this. Um, he has so much passion, is that he's a really hard person to please. Like if you're about your shit, like where you guys are gravy, you know what I mean. But if you start messing up, um, he has so much passion, is that he's gonna call you out on it. And I feel like that's that's how it is with you, is that you're so tough, is because you're so passionate. The people that you listen yes. to are the people that you idolize, and and you kind of don't. To me, like, like when I when I hear like people like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and we talked about this when it came to like uh, Noriega and uh, and um, Joe Budden now doing his thing, um, even uh, Charlemagne the God. Not that his is hip hop related, but podcasting in general. Um, right. You try to hold yourself to them because they're big big dog status, and so with your passion of trying to to match up with them, um, you see people not 
not having the same passion that you kind of automatically dismiss them. Like they're, they're just garbage. Yeah. What, what are you doing here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, remove, you, if you're not remove yourself immediately. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying that you're trying to match the people that you idolize, but you just at least kind of want to want to keep up with their legacy because it's something that you felt that you feel strongly about. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, like, who, who was the rapper that made you say, okay, I want to be like them. I know I can do this. It's, it's funny that you say that, because it's the irony of this rebuttal or this response. Bust the rhymes. Bust the rhymes. You know what I used to do, man? I used to put, rah, rah, put like a dungeon dragon. No. No, see, I wasn't that, but I'm a little further back. So I used to, okay. to uh, put, your, put your hands where my eyes can see. Okay. I literally okay. listened to that and rewound it uh, incalculable amount of times, an incalculable calculable amount of times before I knew what he was saying. So that I, so mm. that's kind of when I started writing, not me writing, but writing other, you know, MCs or rappers' lyrics. Like, man, I want to know what this dude is saying so I can learn their lyrics. Um, so Buster Rhymes was definitely one of them because, and I think that was out, that was more of, out of circumstance than than admiration, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Z, Tupac, Biggie, Jadakiss, Styles, um, Beanie Siegel, Mace, you know, back when he was you know a monster. Um, I even liked Cam back then, uh, you know, Pun, like you know, a, a number of different guys. So I listened to those guys, and I said definitely. I'm, I'm, and there's a local artist named Sife. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Okay. C-I-P-H, Sife, Sife Dog. Yeah, I grew up with him. Glendale White is his real name. He was really the one who uh, who, who inspired me the most. So he, I looked at him like I, I didn't think anybody was better than him when I was growing up. It, it, on the local scene, he was he was crazy nice. Sound like Jay-Z. Jay-Z was his favorite rapper. So he sounded like Jay-Z. Crazy swag, crazy delivery. Just a natural. So... He was actually going back and forth to California, had some deals on the table, sat down with Dre, built some relationships with Av Lila and some guys from Philly. Like, when we were in high school, my sophomore, uh, junior year, like a big deal coming back from Cali with crazy Cali Green, putting us on and all of that. So um, I was looking at him. And I, this was my right-hand man. Yep. And uh, I, was him, I was looking at him like, man, this dude is about to blow. And honestly, uh, Gabe, this is how I, this is how I basically took – Took upon myself the mantle of MCN. I said, "This dude is about to blow. I'm not just gonna be his right hand man." And that's that's why I start writing. I'm like, "Nah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do some myself too." So I was do more you, ambitious back then than I ever have been. Uh, do you remember your very first bar? I remember mine, and I'll share it. You rap, but do you remember yours? No, I don't. I don't I rap. Don't I just rap. I used to. I used to. I had like a little. A little, you know what I'm saying? Like all the groups doing it, I can do it too. Type deal, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I do remember my last, my my first bar, and I'm definitely uh, intrigued and anxious to hear yours. I didn't even know you uh, <laughs> tried your hand. Just for the sake of you, man. we all can do this, though. This man, we all can we all can rap. I'm I'm can definitively speaking, the word rap is a pseudonym. With, with with talk, 
you know, so in the 80s, it was used in that in that respect, in that capacity. Hey, yeah. let me rap with you. Therapy. Like, let me talk Therapy. to you. So who can't rap? Like, we all can rap. Everybody can rap. Yeah. Rhyming is something different, right? Yeah. So, so like, yeah, getting it over, bars, over a beat is hard, yes. Yes. Yeah, that, and, and even yeah. I struggle with that. You know, that's I not do. one of my strongest points. Yeah. I do. I am, so, okay, I am not a one-take guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stilo. <laughs> Steelo Real. I don't know if you ever heard of Steelo Real. Steelo Real. Yeah. I named him one. I named him One Take Steve from working in the studio. I've mean, I've known him for a while too. One Take yep. Steve. He literally goes in. He might write a verse in ten, fifteen minutes. And he's gonna record it in one take. That's just what's gonna happen. Meta's like, the same way. Meta's the yeah. same way. Meta's gonna write a verse in ten, fifteen minutes, memorize it, and record it in one take. I can't do that. I can't do that. Man, <laughs> highly impressed. Highly impressed with those guys. So, yeah. Um, I thought that I remember. I think, remember that J A Y I flow sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate it. Flow. So, I did a talent show with Edna Zachary, my homegirl <laughs> that I used to run with back in the day. I went, to, you know, I graduated from North High in Minneapolis. So, I did a talent okay. show with Edna. And uh, we came up with it. We, came, we, we basically revised that song. So I think I used to go by the name Nonsense back then, N-O-N-S-E-N-S-E, Nonsense. So I think my first bar was N-O-N, Sense Flow Sick. And I don't remember what I said after that, but that was my pretty much my first bar that I pinned down. And uh, <laughs> from then, it, it got in the gangster rap and uh, a lot of weed involved. So that's why I kind of go so hard on I feel like, honestly, Kyle, I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're having this discussion. I feel like there's a... Asterisk by every MC's, you know, name. I don't legend or peon by every MC's mm-hmm. name who who smokes who smokes because I I I remember vividly the role that Mary Jane played in my MCing or rapping. Mm-hmm. Vivid, I, I had I had writers blocking to our blue blue green. There were times where I literally wait for the weed man and couldn't write an iota until I, I started getting high. So I know exactly how weed works. <laughs> Didn't you post something um, about that? Or was that somebody else? I post else? about that all the time. I, I take all kinds of shots in there. I thought you said something about uh, just because it's 420 don't make uh, or something about it being 420 a lot of people are going to start making hits or something like that. But then you hashtag they like don't rely on the weed or something like that. Oh, uh, no. That, that wasn't me. That may have been someone else. I essentially said okay. just because you're venerating, you know, the most notorious, highly uh, highly acclaimed and, uh, you know, highly touted, critically acclaimed and highly touted uh, ghostwriter of all time, who I believe Mary Jane is or weed is. Oh, okay. Said, okay, 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 okay. You know, you're not going to be any nicer with that pen. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to be any nicer you. with that pen. You are who you are. You was who you was when you got here. But, you know, there'll be shots, and I know, like, dudes be salty, but I honestly, I'd be wanting, be wanting the intellectual discourse, Kyle. I'd be wanting somebody to challenge me. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I want it. That's what I want. See, again, going back to in, co- in correlation to what I was telling you about being a pessimist or from what you deduced from what I said. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to be challenged. I, I don't want you to agree with me. I want you to find something wrong in what I said and I want you to articulate it and I want you to express in you know, your vernacular and your tone uh, what's wrong with what I'm saying and, pr- and prove me wrong. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so so, not, so that's the adverse side of the coin that that I'm flipping uh, in social media. 
I go hard because I feel like, man, this dude is wrong. He's not nearly as nice as he's. I listen to rappers talk about how nice they are all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, one, you ain't that nice. And, and two, why do you get to talk about how nice you are when you're lying? You ain't even that nice. But then again, who am I? You know what I'm saying? I'm somebody who ain't got no money, ain't got no hoes, ain't driving no foreign <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, yeah. So if you see my post, you see how many threats that I've made. And if they're idle, why hasn't anybody responded to them? Maybe because they're idle. I'm dead serious when I say I want to go bar, bar for bar because I'm not afraid to lose. Just because I want to go bar for bar don't mean I'm going to win, right? That means yeah. I'm going to give an opportunity to showcase my skills, a very particular set of skills. Now, honestly, yeah. I don't even believe. The joints, the joints that I don't spit, the joints that I don't put on Facebook, them the joints that, <laughs> them the joints, you know, so. Yeah, man. I, I feel like I just want to be challenged sometimes, and I don't mind losing. I don't mind taking an L. Ain't nothing wrong with none of that. I'm I'm accustomed to losing. You uh-huh. know, I ain't. I'm not a career a career man. I'm a blue collar worker. I'm I'm yep. all too familiar with uh, losing. So yeah, it's about challenging. And I, I I implore you and enjoy you as a, a radio host who who uh, runs his own podcast to challenge to be controversial. In in rationale though, may your may your controversy be steeped in rationale. And and your and due diligence, and that's I, people will not confront you if that's the case. I'm not a shock DJ whatsoever. Like I'm not Charlemagne. I'm not out here to poke. Like I'm just trying to ask questions. You know, uh, the pessimistic thing that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't like like calling like downsizing you or or you know. Oh, absolutely not. I didn't take it officially. I didn't take it officially. I actually okay. agreed. I was like, oh, you're a very <laughs> perceptive uh, individual again. Like. That's exactly what I am. I feel like, like, honestly, I don't know. Like, so I'm the guy, Kyle, who people, people email me their music. Some, some of the, some of the, your audiences, you know, your favorite, their favorite rappers. Locally. Yeah. Email me their music. They want me to determine if it's good or bad. That's a, I'm in a very difficult position. I don't want to tell people their music sucks. That's more than likely yeah. what I'm going to tell them, though, because I'm not a big fan of music. I'm only interested in literary work. I'm only interested Gordon in what Ramsey does it. I can Huh? Gordon Ramsay says it. We had this Gordon Ramsay. Is that the cook? Yeah, he's the cook. And then people send him. You never seen his stuff on Twitter? Nah, nah, not at all. Oh my he, god, he, he critiques music. No food. Like people would send pictures food, of his food. of the plates. Oh yeah, yeah, to yeah. Gordon yeah, Ramsay. Yeah, that's. And then he would be like, I, he would if they're bad, they're bad. But he has, you know, like I would say, like one out of every. Well, uh, okay, like. 10 out of every 100. So, like, 10%, you know, of them that's are, good. he'll that's be like, hey boy, that's good. So, like, I feel like you could be on to something. See? and yeah, I don't want to be that guy, though, because I'm, I'm too <laughs> critical, man. I, like, I, I can't just appreciate something for what it is. Again, you got to remember, I'm I'm into finding out what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking, I'm listening, I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't know. But I can't appreciate, like, I, I think Eminem is the nicest MC, and I don't think anyone's even close Remotely close to him, MCing. You understand what I'm saying? When I hear Eminem, I think to myself, I couldn't have come up with that. There, and I'll tell you this: there aren't many people whose whose lyrics I hear and say I couldn't have done that. To be completely mm-hmm. honest with you, most MCs I hear, I say I could have done that and, and even do better. However, mm-hmm. when I hear an Eminem, the likes of Eminem and maybe a few others, I say, man, I couldn't have come up with that myself. <laughs> I'm I'm in, immensely intrigued. How did he do that? You know, and that, I think that's what it's about, man. Like, we're, we're these dudes are laymen, serfs, commoners, 
producing music for proletarians. Like, and, and it's funny because there's a show if you ever want to do that bars like that joint. There's a show that's that's already out called Rape the Bars, very similar to what I you know what I came up with, even though I didn't mm-hmm. really come up with anything. But uh, Sci High was on it, and, and I think I ended up sharing it because Sci High was like, you know, Sci High is a juggernaut. He's a titan, lyrically. Yeah, he's one of them dudes. Um, so he was like, man, like. He was rating people's bars. He was, and he and the way he rated it was like God level, you know, basically just and and commoner. Like this dude is regular, you know. He say Andre three thousand was a God level dude, and and Jay Z ain't around, riding around listening to Chief Keith. That's just not what's going on. Eminem ain't riding around listening to the Migos unless he's having a a, a, a ball. If if right. high caliber MCs are not riding around listening to low caliber MC, that's not what's going on out here, unless. You know, it's just for fun. So people think that I'm being critical just because I'm, I'm a hater. I'm being critical. Like, no, you can read, nigga. Like, you know what I'm capable of. It ain't that I'm out here just hating, and, and I, I don't actually do what I do. So I, I just that, so I think that's that's the disparity. That's the uh, mm. that that's where the issue arises. Like, I really don't like what you're doing because you're not educating me, which is biased because that's not primarily what music making music is about. But that's all I'm interested in. I'm only interested in, in bars, period. I ain't interested in nothing else. So, that's yeah, that's understandable. Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but like but like you don't you don't want to battle rap. You just want to exchange lyrics because battle rapping is a totally different animal. But and you're kind of like how Kendrick Lamar is. He doesn't necessarily want to battle. He just wants you to say make better music than me. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. Or make better music in general. Quit making this garbage. Now I don't want to battle rap because I feel like I don't want to use the gift that I've been allocated or allotted or you know that what has been entrusted to me, what, what the, the talent that has been imbued to me from on high. I don't want to use that uh, violently with, with such vitriol that you know it would warrant you know someone to speak ill at me and direct it towards me. I, I don't really feel that. I admire battle rapping because I think that those guys, what they do is admirable as well. Now, I, so I've never battle rapped, but I'm fully capable. And that's what I've tried to explain to people, like explain to, you know, people who have suggested that that, that I, I'm somewhat delusional. I'm a writer. I think there's certain t- three tiers, Kyle. I think there's three tiers, and I think the, the lowest tier is a rapper. That's, I, that's, I feel like we all are rappers. Mm. At the core, we're all rappers, and I feel like then the second tier, the second level, the next phase that you may reach or venture in, venture into, is MCing. But I believe at the zenith or the paramount pole position is the writer, who is also an MC, who is also a rapper. A rapper cannot become an MC unless he becomes an MC, and a rapper can most definitely not be a, a writer as well. A writer can write a novel. A writer is some someone who um, is able to cogitate thought-provoking material. Is also an educator. So it's something that I've just coming up coming up with recently. But writers are MC, and MCs aren't even the same. You know, a writer is someone who, Kyle. That's not anything that I can't write about. Whatever it is, this this snowbank. I can write about this dirty snowbank in front of me. But that's what that's what every rapper should be able to do. But he doesn't, right? Rappers only rap about trends. That's my issue with them because it's stifling our, any progression that we can make. It's impeding any progress that we can make 
as a society and as a and as a community. And every celebrity is doing us a disservice by not providing us instructions about in regards to how to go forth, especially in the hip hop community. You, you mean tell me they they rapping about drugs and hit like even J Cole, who's one of the most hypocritical, and, and he said it in his lyrics, which resonated with me and was amplified pretty much all I heard. He said I'm hypocritical, but niggas dig it though. And that's that's what that's what we're drawn to. That's what we're captivated by. Why? Because we're hypocritical too. I don't you know, think he was saying himself. Listeners. You think? Oh, absolutely. No, no. He absolutely was saying because J Cole is somewhat of a, a messiah. But then you hear he has he has so it's binarily linear. Like he'll talk about things that are relevant to progression. Then he'll talk about things. That are diametrically opposed to progression. I, I want my little my little sister's a feminist. And I, I, she's a big J. J. Cole fan. I can't wait to ask her what she thinks about J. Cole calling women bitches all the time. I, I can't wait to ask her that. Now, granted, it's some pathetic broad out here right now who who, who calls herself a bad bitch, but he's not necessarily lifting up women. And she's a big feminist. So I'm going to ask her, like, how is it that you can see to support this this entity or this individual? And he clearly demeans women. Clearly, he's talking about womanizing. He's talking about promiscuity. You know, these things aren't a big deal in the community. Nevertheless, it is hypocritical because in the same breath, he'll talk about what we need to do as a community. Now, I may be somewhat – it may may not be uh, hypocrisy or a contradictory statement to someone else. But in my paradigm, from my vantage point, from my prospect, it's without a shadow of a doubt, uh, incontrovertibly. Hypocritical, and like, again, like you know, I quoted J. Cole when I said it. He said he, he's hypocritical, but niggas dig it though. There mm-hmm. is hip, hypocrisy is lucrative, man. And, and I'll let you have the floor. I've already expatiated enough. My bad for no, you're, like, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, man. You're fine. My We're bad. just talking. We're just talking. But my my question now, uh, <laughs> my question was um, <laughs> earlier because we talked about being stuck in our ways, and I feel like I'm that way. When it comes to relationships and how to treat people, I feel. Um, <laughs> you know what they would call what they would call an asshole. Then, is what that sounds like. I, I don't really use mm-hmm. that type of language, but that's no. that's what came to mind when you said that. No, 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 man. Like I. Okay. <laughs> that's the first no, thing like, that came to my mind. Like, but you don't come off to me like that. You come off as a very pleasant. No, no I am. Uh, and noble individual. I'm, I feel like I wait. What? What was the last one? <laughs> Noble. You seem like a very oh, like okay. uh, peaceable individual, like very amicable, like easy to get along with. And I like I like Elijah a lot, man. And if if Elijah's your guy, you're definitely my guy. I, I've only met Elijah once, man, but I, I love that dude. That's my guy, man. Yeah, he's a he's a he's one I one I consider one of my best friends, man. He's he's a real nice guy, and he's a someone who's always there you can talk to. And I, I feel like I I'm that type of person. You know, I hear everybody say, like, get out your feelings and all that, but I'm the type of person who wears their heart on their sleeve, you know? And so, uh, like, okay. Okay. I just feel like, I just feel like that's just something of an old school mentality, man, because, like, I I don't know. I, I have common courtesy. Uh, if people need help, I, I try to find problems, you know, a solution to people's problems, and you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like that's just how people should be treated, and People Absolutely. aren't like that, though. You're, you're like, people don't believe in phone calls. Yeah, people don't believe in phone yep. calls. People don't believe in uh, uh, a lot of 
weird things that I'm just like, but this is how it's supposed to be. This is how it was. You know, like nobody like, like, yeah, like kids don't trick or treat no more. Don't go outside no more. Like, like, and that was things that I did growing up or like, uh, I, I talk to people on the phone all the time and now don't even want to deal with that. They just rather text or, or messenger is the new, not even texting anymore. So it's like, I'm paying for a phone bill just to use an app, just to use online data. Like, what, what's good? What's the I point of having a phone? About that all the time. It's funny because people, we we call people who don't answer our calls, who rec- who reject or decline our calls, only to text us, "What's up?" Yeah. That's that's how that's how successful this initiative has been in regards to uh, decreasing or essentially diminishing our attention span as well as our humanity, right? Because mm-hmm. the things that you describe that you do, that's, that, those things are humane. Mm-hmm. Like, I applaud you for doing them because you're one of the, you know, few people who still do them, but it's somewhat like from, from Elohim's perspective, from a godly perspective, it's kind of like, oh, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You, you yeah. help people. Somebody needs help, you offer them assistance. You call them. You check up on them. But, yeah. so do you know what the word ego means? In, uh, etymologically speaking, like, its origin. In 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 the Latin right? it's a it's a it's a Latin word ego. Or, uh, no, I'm curious to know. Ego means I, essentially I, okay. where we get I, not E Y E, but I, um, the noun. So, yep. That egotism, it's all about me, man. Like that's our problem. I honestly believe that's why relationships don't work. To go on a, to go on a tangent to de, to delineate briefly. Relationships, in my personal opinion, are about selflessness. If you're getting into a relationship with an individual, you're essentially saying, how can I assist you? It's not necessarily what you can do for me. That's what it's become. And consequently, mm-hmm. they don't work as well as they once did, right? But it's essentially, yep. how can I assist you? And you're going to reciprocate or remunerate automatically, inevitably. That's an in, inviolably. You're going to reciprocate and say, well, how may I assist you? Why? Because you're assisting me. But we get into relationships thinking, what can you do for me? And if I do this for you, what are you going to do for me? That, yep. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's, that's where we get the word egotism from. People are egotistical. Me being one of them. I'm not talking about people. I'm included. Yep. I'm also a part of the problem. So you said all of the things that you just said about people. Like, we have somewhat lost our way, man. We're very megalomaniacal. It's all about us. And the moment that it stops being about us, like, why do you think these rappers thrive? <laughs> rappers are probably some of the most vain people, and, and honestly, not even rightfully so, because they're not geniuses in many respects. Like, you know, I, I could even tolerate a nuclear physicist, right? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> a mathematician. Those guys who are like, okay, I'm egotistical, right? I'm brilliant. Yep. I'm just full of myself. These are rappers. Yep. What, what are you guys doing? Other than making us feel good, like, True. but but not nothing, very little substantive. Because this isn't the '90s when, the, or the '70s, or the '80s, or the '60s when music actually had substance, and it yeah. was almost like somewhat that alleviated some something that alleviated pain, right? Like, uh, yeah. like its efficacy was almost 100. percent Like you listen to the Temptations, the '60s and '70s. I want you to be my woman. I love you. I want to marry you. I want to have children. Now it's don't forget your ring. I'm, I'm, I want to have sex with your woman. Like, that's people's objective, Kyle. My objective yeah. is to have sex with your woman. That's, that yeah. wasn't the and, case in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s. In uh, Offset's song, uh, Ric Flair Drip, he, he says, I'm, I'm trying to fuck on your bestie. So, like, 
See that? <laughs> I got beef with all. I got beef with all dudes like that. Not literal beef, like or I want to want to get into a physical altercation with these people. But these individuals are adversaries, foes, fifth columnists, and moles. Like they have successfully evaded, penetrated the core and the nucleus of, of, of the culture, as many would call it, or hip-hop, and have mm-hmm. meticulously and systemically and systematically uh, discombobulated it and de-animized it. There's no other way to explain it, but we love it. It's like, uh, you know, because we can get into frequency. We can get into the frequency conspiracy. Man, music is a, literally a science. Literally a science. Um, and many of us don't understand it. We don't know why when the beat comes on, scientifically speaking, we can't articulate or reconcile when the music comes on why I want to move. Music literally makes people move, and I think that's somewhat taken for granted. And we get into move and, and the words into in Latin and kinetic and kinesis. Like these words, cinema, what these words mean in Latin, movies. They, we don't understand why why the Alarco elite or the revisionists or the redactors actually use these words. They use these words because they have meaning. You know, not to go, on, go on any further into that, but, you know, <laughs> we're somewhat oblivious. We're, we're somewhat oblivious. And our, obliv- our obliviousness is so rank, we've, we've enveloped ourselves in ignorance. We don't know anything anymore. You ask, you ask a little kid, uh what a certain word is or what a particular item is, they literally don't know. They phased out payphones. You can't find a payphone. Things are gradually gradually being phased out, and we never notice them because it doesn't matter to us. It doesn't mm. matter, like, that I don't call you. Because why, Kyle? I see that you're you're active on, on Facebook. So that must mean you're all right, right? You can't need anything. You're active on Facebook. So why do I have to give you a, a courtesy call? I see you. But that's, uh. how personal is that? How personal? That's, that's not personal. I talk to you about something different. I, yeah. I can really check your temperature. I can really see yeah. how you're doing. But you yeah. know, I, it's, it's about then it becomes about you though, and I don't want it to be about you. I want it to be about me. So yeah. I'm not going to call <laughs> you. Don't yeah. call me. Text me. Yep. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna message anybody until they message me or or whatever. <laughs> you know, like you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But then, like, no, that's how it's, uh, it's, it's really isolating. And it sucks, man, because, yeah. like, I, I yeah. joked around earlier yeah. and I called you, you know, the Clubber Lang of hip-hop. And, you know, Clubber Lang is very isolated. <laughs> he does sit-ups on his own, man. He does workouts on like his own. And, and, you know right. what I mean? Like, he's very isolated. But um, yeah. I feel like I feel like with you saying it's all about me, there's everybody has an agenda nowadays and it's kind of hard to know who you can trust. And so you kind of have to isolate absolutely. yourself. And I'm the same oh, way, absolutely. man. Like, I'm the same way. Like I, 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 I come home and I stay home. I don't really go out too much. Um, it's it's right, gotten right. to the point where like, I don't want to be anywhere else, but home. Like I'll go to people's houses, wow. but I don't like, you know, like sleeping over or, or whatever, yeah. but, I'm just quick to go home. Like I'll hang out with you, and at some point in time, like I gotta go home because I, I guess I have withdrawals. I don't know, but like, it's it's hard to like get personal with people. It's hard to 
to, you know, really, really confide and trust in somebody because everybody has an agenda you feel. And it, it may not always be that case, but it's just, it's a very isolating world we live in, I feel. Absolutely. Technology has caused us to somewhat, well, people are treacherous, right? Mm-hmm. Untrustworthy, disloyal, unfaithful. That's almost the motif. That's almost like the order of the day. Uh, it's funny because society society has essentially tailored itself to accommodate. You know, okay, you want to be accommodated? This is commodious. What do we have for you? Remember, there there was a time where you couldn't get a phone unless you had a two year contract, right? Right. What the phone company said? Phone companies know that we're covenant breakers. That we will be <laughs> that we'll essentially become res- uh, responsible of breaking a contract. So they say, what? Okay, well, we're not going to enter a contract with these people. Let's offer them a contractless contract, if you will. Yeah. Um, ironically, or that oxymoronically speaking. So, and and that's working for us, right? Because commitment, we can't tolerate commitment. It's it's intolerable. Intolerable. I want to be able to leave at the moment that I'm challenged, or at the moment that the trial or tribulation arises in this relationship, right? And that's on, yes. that's on all uh, cylinders. That's yeah. that's on that's multifaceted. With the woman that I, I'm sleeping with, I can't trust her. You know, chances are she's outside outside the relationship horn. How do I know that? Because yeah. she she was horn on her boyfriend when I first introduced myself to her with me. Yeah. So we're so we're, I know the woman that I'm 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 basically skeptical or pessimistic in regards to how the woman is conducting herself that I'm sleeping in the bed with. Because I know when I got her, she was already with somebody else. Mm. You know, it's so everybody's sticking everybody in a bag. But nevertheless, I still conduct myself as if I don't know who's who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still vigilant, mm. still careful, uh, still you know, still move clandestinely and you know, uh, conspicuously, right? Conspicuous, inconspicuously. But you, you don't, you can't trust people. Like you can't just invite anyone into your home. You can't just give anyone else or anyone a ride. Those days are gone, long mm-hmm. gone. Um, and, and that's cool that you want to go to the crib and all of that, man. You sound healthy. You don't sound, you know, like you're in bad shape. You may have your issues, but we all have our issues. That's the problem. And this, yeah. this is essentially what helps people work through their issues. Communication, which which we've essentially reduced ourselves to, 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 to texting. LMAO, like we don't even text the words anymore, man. Nobody likes the spell yeah. anymore. They've abbreviated everything. Everything has yeah. an acronym. Yep. We don't even want to spell it. So we think that, but we see the problem is we're all in this insane asylum, but we, we, we're, we're convinced that we're the upper echelon and uh, uh, the aristocrats. But we're literally thriving in an insane asylum. And we put ourselves in a straitjacket, which is technology. We welcomed it with open arms. And we know that it's like you said, your attention span has decreased significantly. Why? Because of technology. How do I know? Because I'm attesting that that's the same thing that's happening to me. But I bet I'm going to get on Facebook after I conclude this, this interview. I bet yeah. you I am. Yeah. It's an addiction. It's a literal addiction. <clears throat> you know, so who doesn't have her phone in her hand? I'm looking at a woman on the bus stop. She's addicted. Her phone's in her hand. She keeps checking it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy. It's like opening the refrigerator door expecting something new, but it's the same food in there. But you're going <laughs> to open it back up five I, minutes I later. That. I remember that. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's what Facebook is, that. man. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what's new? <laughs> Fighting video. 
the video. <laughs> and I'll read depressing status. Nothing. You know what I mean? Depressing status. Uh, eager, you know, yeah. saying somebody uh, 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 bragging and promoting their business. Uh, oh, another food video. Turn off Facebook. <laughs> Five minutes later, open it up. Fighting video. Goal. Angry post. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, forgot twerk. Oh video. yeah, twerking video. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that sounds wild. So, daggering? Are, are you familiar with daggering? What, the Jamaicans, absolutely. That. Yeah. Oh my yeah, Jesus. That. How do you have anything left, dude? Like, if you if you get a stiffy, it's a wrap. Because they're jumping off of <laughs> off of ceiling fans and ladders, my dude. Like. You know, oh, that's like, before too. You know, you know somebody erect. Had oh yeah. Crushed that dick. Had to. Have. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah, had to. Primitive. Had to. Primitive. I think it's primitive, but that's a part of their culture. You know, something that's um highly touted in their culture. Their culture, but I feel like it's primitive. But it looks fun as hell. And we can have the. <laughs> yeah, definitely freaky. You see, you're a freaky brother. I know that now, man. <laughs> <laughs> You just you just you just showed your car, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it looks fun though, man. They be having a ball, man. Jamaicans know how to how to party, you know, like for real. Party for real. Yeah. yeah. Party for real, man. Be, it's something about music, fun. man. It's there's something about music that's you know I don't know if there's a single you know with the exception obviously of the creator, <clears throat> and I would say this is you know borderline blasphemy if it's not even blasphemy, but <clears throat> you know. I would I would deduce that there's nothing more influential than music. Yeah. It's something about music, man, that just, I mean, because what is daggering without music? They could do it, but, you know, you somewhat have and to get your own rhythm. It would look crazy. <laughs> it would look crazy. Like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. man. Music yeah. is it's a fundamental principle in our society that essentially instructs us in many respects. And I think that's what people listen, look at television and music for. But here's the here's the, the, the catch. Those who have brought us into bondage and a socioeconomic captivity know that about mm-hmm. us. You know, they've observed mm-hmm. that much. They know how momentous and important music and television. My mom, television is literally my mom's favorite thing to do. You can't convince me otherwise. My mom's 68. Looks lovely for her age. Love her to, I love her dearly. But television is her idol. That's what she yeah. does. It's her yeah. pastime. When she's not working, she's watching television. So much so, when she finally communicates anything to me, that's whether it's theological or philosophical, she always finds a way to pin or annex something that she's seen or gleaned from television. She's, she, she always incorporates it into the conversation. No, 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 no joke. Manage it yeah. to incorporate it into the conversation or implement it in some way, shape, or form, inevitably. But that's consequence. Mm-hmm. That's what is that a consequence of? Watching mm-hmm. television too much, not See? reading. You know. So yeah. go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, crazy, oh. man. No, I was gonna say I, I can do the same with music though. Like like any situation, I could be like, here's a verse for it. You know, like just because oh, I listen to it so much. So I respect that. See, the My grandma was the same way though. Television isn't reality though. That's yeah. the difference. Now, yeah. it may, she may be able to make sense of it, but it's not reality. Yeah. You know, that that's the it. So you're somewhat in this surreal microcosm of propaganda at the end of the day that you have actualized, essentially brought forth into your reality. So, yeah. like, it's, like, it's no different for me, you know, quoting a, a Bible verse, like you said, or quoting a rap verse. 
but we know rap verses are, for all intents and purposes, reality, right? Someone's reality. Yeah. Now yeah. we know we can we can predict or you know theorize or hypothesize in regards to what has actually happened. Like I honestly believe the things that they display in music, movies have an adequate amount of truth to them. But how much, you know, that's that's refutable, that's arguable, that's, you know, yet to be determined. But for my mom to talk so confidently about things that are clearly fictitious is somewhat disturbing. From my, from my point of view, because I say to myself, like, wow, that you don't know that actor. That actor is acting, right? That's not who mm-hmm. that actor is in real life. He's playing a role. He's portraying, uh, he's masquerading as someone that he is, he's not actually. Nevertheless, these personalities are, she perceives them to be who they are. So when she, you know, says, uh, you know, remember this particular actor or remember this movie, and I do it too, but it's usually risible or it's usually, uh, and it usually has something to do with comedy. It's usually a, the butt of, of a joke, et cetera, et cetera. You and I are having this discussion. This is somewhat of a serious discussion. We ain't talking about no yeah. movies. So we're talking right. about what is reality right now. There's no need to, right. to do that. Right. And it seems like a very somewhat a serious discussion that we're having. We've laughed, you know, we've giggled, we've chuckled. Nevertheless, this is a very serious discussion that we're having. So I think that's the issue. What is reality? We're, they're blurring the lines. What is definitive? What is absolute? Is there anything transcendental in this dimension? And the answer is yes, but the way things are being transmitted to us, no. For instance, one's, one's uh, gender. That's up for discussion now, brother. <laughs> you know, things are up for discussion. Nothing is definitive, and people don't like to admit that things are absolute. And there are uh-huh. absolutes. Laws are absolute. Logic is absolute. You know, so yeah. I'm gonna call anything out that's irrational. If it's irrational, I have a problem with it. I'm gonna confront it. I'm gonna address it, unless I just don't feel like it. <clears throat> so uh, on that note, we're gonna skip religion and we're gonna play a track. Um, <laughs> take us. Through Joe is, that, is that what we were, we were already there in that thing, right? <laughs> Excuse me, my bad, man. <laughs> I had to drink some water. I was, I was in there having a, a a good old time. You know, that's my that's my my place, a refuge. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man, you about to play another joint, huh? Yeah, uh, chosen ones. What's this one called? Chosen Ones. Oh, so yeah. it's funny. Strangely enough, you want to skip religion, but we're going right back into religion with the Chosen Ones, produced again by Nicodemus. This is about the sons of Israel, the lost descendants of uh, of Jacob, brought to this country from West Africa, circa 1600, via the transatlantic slave trade. So I'm somewhat detailing the, the plight of the black man in the Americas. Uh, you can listen to it right now and someone get a grasp or, you know, uh, grasp maybe the, the 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 gist of what I'm saying in, in this song, chosen ones. Thank you very much. Half 
athletes and activists Deep in the trenches, presenting the facts The media spins it, revisionists act swiftly To the meaning extent of the most recent events Posting the criminal rap sheet to the victims Quoting passages from scriptures and vigils Increased patrols on the half Kids seen them roll past in the tenant bro Mean mugging, twisting their fingers up in the signal Then that chrome flash Triggers full caps, rip a T up Hashtag, in the tweet, mad dad In the green truck, hold flash Close caskets for crib keepers Moments back, they were holding their pacifiers In their cribs, but we bastardized Now they're the soul snatchers and grim social paths Not enough action and brisk climbing Then when it's all, it's all gases are ignited Lighters flick, all fragments on the cement Drying, smoking, session sipping Prometheus, a coping mechanism Young lives are threatened, they join gangs Made the choice, they provided protection They ain't necessarily wanna bang Forced to claim it, it was a sign of respect When they wore the name of it, inscribed on their neck Scarfs hanging, flexing on the rival sex Kids die, violent deaths have become wards of the state Miners in the corrections department Making more bread for the guys in the private sector success doesn't make you much less of a party So say Sing no more, we shall overcome. Be on the ground. We march to the beat, the sound of the rolling you know drum. The drill a piece in. Get your 40 cows and load them up. Cause we're on the precipice of war if these owls vote for Trump. Trump. Killing cease if Hillary wins. We can't afford a war, we'd have to tear Wall Street down. If it controlled the funds. Realize the millions we utilize in the old and young. And you know what guilty is Cuba with Yah's chosen ones. Roots to the slave trade, how is it financed? Jewish bankers gave an undisclosed amount to the pilot. Who flew to Canaan? Young and old rich. Powerful white men Change with the AKs Four pounds in the nine. The warehouses Trucks unloaded Palace of moonshine Who introducing the gangbang The Italians and Irish And if you choose to move A shooter in the towns You reside in Then you're accused Of the same race That takes the blame For all the above We'll convict you at trial, we undicted. We've become accustomed to gunshots, the sound of the sirens. We used to be a community, but now we're divided into religious groups. Some say that if Malcolm had allied his influence, with Luther King's, they'd have had them a ghost. Protection against the ethnic cleansing that happened in Tulsa. The clan wear suits to the precinct, badges and toast guns. They're groomed to be the politicians who cast your vote. People had a last laugh. With a joke's butt, crabs in an old drum. We protest police brutality against blacks. Moments later, we're celebrating independence. They don't teach us how to control our anger, how to quell the rage in the kitchen utensil. They say melanated skin will benefit them in this system. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. Unless you can write a high verse, sing and unproduce. Sing no more, we shall overcome. All be on the ground. We march to the beat, the sound of the rolling you know drum. The drill a piece in. Get your 40 cows and load them up. Cause we're on the precipice of war if these owls vote for Trump. Trump. Killing cease if Hillary wins. We can't afford a war, we'd have to tear Wall Street down. If it controlled the funds. Realize the millions we utilize in the old and young. And you know we're guilty as Cuba with Yah's chosen ones. back already okay uh so that again like the chosen ones that we we just heard and what you just uh spit for me um off air um i wanted to talk not necessarily about religion but about you know black america um okay and it's hard being a black person (laughs) uh yeah and 
um, I feel like with the way that the the way hip hop is going, it's not helping the message. Um, you know, as I read a Facebook article not too long ago, and they said that you know African Hispanic um, are going to have zero wealth um, in the U.S., which is tough. Um, but by that they mean not owning houses but renting them, um, apartments, cars, which are decreasing uh, decreasing value or depreciating value. Um, you know, not owning businesses, land, building, um, their jobs. There's going to be no management. You know, like just things like that. Uh, do you feel that's true, or do you feel that everybody, to be honest, has an opportunity? You just have to work harder than others. Because I know, like, I've been a manager before. Um, right. I've, I'm part of, you know, a, a business ship. Um, as an African-American, but I just know I have to work harder and have my P's and Q's in order um, because I just don't want, quote unquote, any smoke or, you know, a reason to to give them a reason, basically. And by them, I mean uh, people, lotters. Um, Yeah, absolutely. But but with my question, do you feel that um, everything is uh, do you think do you feel that everybody has an opportunity, but but as for us, we just have to work a little bit harder. Uh, yeah, it depends. We have to work a little harder uh, in academia. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we're the fastest. Genetically, genetically speaking, we're superior to, to other races, right? We jump the highest, mm-hmm. we run the fastest. Innately, intrinsically, that's something that we don't necessarily have to work for. Uh, you have to work at being better. But uh, you know, athletically speaking, nah. We have to, we we're the ones that are being recruited, you know. But yeah, you trying to at the highest levels of technology, uh, education, science, math, uh, production, entrepreneurship, government, p- politics, anything that matters in this society. Europeans rule. So it's funny, mm-hmm. you know. You, that's already the case. You talk about those statistics. That's already the case, and has always been the case. There is no wealth because money isn't wealth, right? A dollar is an amount. You have a dollar of what? You should have a dollar of, you know, gold. We don't have any gold. Why? Because the dollar no longer uh, yep. is backed by gold, right? So we know, you know, so this is it's funny because, and, and, I, and I promise I won't go, I won't peer too much deeply than I already have into religion. But this is a faith-based system. You and I have faith that when we go to the grocery store, and scan our credit cards for the groceries that we purchased, that our credit cards don't work. Yeah. Like that's that's faith. We have faith that a dollar is actually a dollar, that a hundred dollars is actually a dollar. That's this is a faith based system. Everything is predicated upon faith. You have to believe it. And they've made us believe it. They've made us believe that this paper, this gram of uh, paper, is worth what they've suggested it is worth. <laughs> we're just preposterous in and of itself. Again, we're in a mental a mental asylum, but we're parading and masquerading around as if we own the joint. We're actually the prisoners, and, and we're fine with that because why? They allow us to drive vehicles and buy houses and all that. Well, you bought a house, but it's not on your land. You don't actually own a house. Eminent domain, they can take your house if they want to. They can literally confiscate your house. You know, so yeah. what do we actually own? Who Who actually has wealth? Who's black and has wealth? And you want to talk about being black. Why are the black celebrities, the wealthy blacks, not 
uh, collectively help assist in us in any way, shape, or form or capacity. What's going on? Why? Because there's their wealth, even the wealth or the pittance that they've been allotted or allocated, is sustained by Eurocentric uh, power and dominance yeah. and governance. That's yeah. just what it is. They know that. So we be like, why, why they ain't coming to help us? Why Oprah ain't coming? To, why why Oprah building schools in South Africa when she's from Chicago? <laughs> now, I'm not saying she hasn't done anything charitably in, in America because they all have. But to what yeah. extent? There's only so exactly. much they can do. Yep. They can end poverty city by city if they so choose, choose to do, or do they not have as much money as we perceive they have? Mind you, there are a number of families that have incalculable, incomprehensible amounts of money uh, that they've amassed for for millennia. Like, we, we criticize Trump. Trump is, a, Trump is a genius, man. You don't become a, a billionaire by being... Uh, an idiot, an imbecile, a moron. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. These people are reared and, and and fashioned and developed to be successful. From you, it's no different from you having a child right now, Kyle, and you raise that child to be the president, not to potentially be the president, right? Or to be a mm-hmm. senator, or to be a lawyer first. The child is being raised because they're going to be president. That's the difference between. The, the European and our community because we've lost our heritage because we essentially have uh, amnesia and selective memory. They're, these, they're raising and rearing these, their children up to be what they're going to be. There's imminently, you understand what I'm saying? There's no, there's nothing that's going to interfere with that, but death. It's only, it, it, only death is going to prevent them from becoming what they're going to become. So okay. us having anything, Kyle, is an illusion. And, and you know, that's that's arguable. And for, forgive me for, for, for expatiating again or talking at mm-hmm. length. But, you know, that's arguable. I don't think we have any any wealth. We ha- we don't. The, the wealth is in the hands of those uh, uh, genetically engineering the food and, and create and uh, designing artificial intelligence that's going to take over the, the computer system, et cetera, et cetera. So yep. it's very difficult to talk about these subjects and not get into religion and not get it, get into conspiracy because if yep. it's not by design, then what are we saying, man? <laughs> At this point, if this isn't by design, if if people haven't conspired to ensure that the the status quo remains, what the hell is going on, man? You mean to tell me this is by chance? The continuance and the continuum of oppression, systemic oppression is serendipitously happening? That's what you tra- people are trying to get me to believe, oh. man? No, no, no. That's like, we, we all know that, that some things are fair designed to fail, not failed by design. Well, yeah, failed by design, but designed to fail. Like, uh, uh, I like that. Urban, I like communities, that. urban communities are definitely um, failed to, you know, designed to fail uh, because... Um, when you go out to like Minnetonka and things like that, you don't see check cashing places. You don't see chicken shacks. You see <laughs> car shops. You see malls. Right. You see, you know what I mean? Right. Like in and, uh, uh, in Minneapolis, you get a, a hair shop, a food shop, yes. and uh, and a clothing shop all on the same block. Yes. Yeah, and a nail shop. Like all those four things on the same block on every single block in North Minneapolis. Like you see it on yes. Emerson, then you see it on. Uh, pen, and then you see it, you know what I mean? And those are only like a few Absolutely. blocks from each other if you count the alphabet. So, like, things are, are failed. Yeah, yeah. Some things are some things are meant to, like, mess you up and, and 
have you only see certain things. Like even with our with the way the news is now, man, like algorithms. You know what I mean? Like the block in North Minneapolis, uh, the hood is just one big algorithm. Like the only thing you're meant to see is food, hair, clothes, and nails. And that's all you want to exactly. do because that's all you see. If you move them so out there. Clean... Oh, go ahead. My question to you is, now, and I absolutely agree with what you said, um, but I believe there's a underlying issue that needs to be addressed. So I was talking to a friend of mine who's a doula in Cleveland, Ohio, and she mm-hmm. attributes all of the black man's ills to systemic racism. I won't necessarily dispute that, but my question is, I, I've literally seen the, the Somali community move to this to this state in the last 10 to 15 years and thrive and and commandeer an entire community, man. When mm-hmm. I, I used to live in Riverside Plaza. Do you know where Riverside Plaza is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I used, to, I used to live in Riverside Plaza. When I lived there as a kid, as an adolescent, I didn't know what a Somali was. I had never seen a Somali. It was... It, uh, the Riverside Plaza was, was composed of uh, whites and blacks, period. Yeah. Impoverished. Yeah. Impoverished whites yep. and blacks. Didn't know what a Somali was. Somalis literally took over that entire neighborhood. They literally took over the cab industry. I'm, I'm a truck driver. I see exponentially more Somali truck drivers than I do black truck drivers. So I absolutely agree with you. I don't refute anything you said in regards to uh, the algorithms. I, I, know that, I know that to be true. But at what point do we as a people, as a community, say, what are we doing wrong? Because we have to be complicit in some respect, right? Because, mm. yeah, you can blame obesity on, on systemic uh, systemic racism like my homegirl Marlene tried to. But, damn, like, this is the age of information. At this point, you don't know that you're genetically uh, inferior in many respects in regards to the diseases that you will contract because of the, the the long stay of eating uh, disproportionate sizes of food and uh, poor quality of material, consuming things fit, unfit for consumption, you got to know that at some point. So you got to know that you're somewhat complicit and you won't be acquitted of your guilt. So we can blame it on these things, but we have to take responsibility at some point. Now, how do you take responsibility at getting gunned down by the police? Can't really do that. Nevertheless, yeah. a number, I would say, a number of the videos that I've seen there was some form of resistance. I had an encounter with the police, several actually. I'm on the north side of Minneapolis. I think I was on. Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said hang on. Did you say something? Oh, no. I, <laughs> oh, my bad. No, no, my bad. To you. He's on the north side. Okay. Oh, forget, and the police. Forgive me. I'm on, I'm on the north side. I'm coming out of Club Fools. This had to be approximately three winters ago. Coming out of Club Fools, I was driving a Monte Carlo SS 2006, loud pipes. It's the winter. It's gray. It's gray and black. I'm in all black. At this time, at this time, I'm probably 260, 270. I carry a Glock. At the time, I was carrying my Glock. So my license plate light was out. They were they were already, I believe, there for some reason. I believe they had stopped the car and they had just concluded their search or you know. Uh, uh, a germ, whatever it is that they were there for. So as I left, I was going right to my little cul-de-sac, which was, which was roughly a block away. So they pulled me Hey, I used to live in that cul-de-sac. What, for real? Off of uh, yeah. Lynn Park. 18th? Yep. Lynn Park. That's the next one over. Yeah. So over, like what I, you I would do is when you're, when you're on uh when you're on Cub and you take a left and there's that, that light on 18th and yeah. you go straight across and there's those high rises, right? 
Um, yes. Off the first block, which is um, I couldn't remember, but the first block you take a left or a right. I mean, you take a right away from the high rises, and you cut in that very first right. Um, then you take your second right, and there's a little oh. cul-de-sac, and that's yeah. Lynn Park Lane, and that's where I lived. Lynn Park Lane. Growing up, I, I live. Yeah. I live the skyline. Or I, I live on okay. the Avenue, right by Skyline. Okay, for real. How long ago was this? Yeah. Oh, for years, from 16 all the way to probably about 22, 23. Uh, my grandma held the house oh, down okay. for years. Um, she now lives in the high rises, but that's a whole another here and there. But yeah, I, I grew up there. I went to North um, for a semester. Didn't really care for it. Went to Cooper uh, the rest of the years and just stayed there. <laughs> But, oh wow! Again, Small that's world, here, man. Here, I was over there for yeah. several years. Oh, lovely uh, area, man. Lovely yeah. area. But to finish, I was uh, I pulled over. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Mm. It's like you don't even think you don't even know it's the hood. It's like a, yeah. It's the twilight zone. Come out of yeah. you come out of uh, the cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why I like it. Like, oh, man. I, yeah, I could walk like to the club at like two, three in the morning and not have to worry about nothing or nobody. You know what I mean? Like it was a, a weird, a weird spot of Northside, but I I loved it and I was happy for it. And you know, I didn't know that it, that existed. I went to Franklin when I was younger, but we didn't have cars to go over there, so. It was like, man, I, so I had a friend, a couple of people who I grew up with who lived over there. So we finally went over there when we were younger. We were like, man, this mm. is nice as heck. Like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Very nice and quiet area, man. Very nice and quiet. Mm. So I'm going into 18th, going to the crib. And uh, they pulled me over, you know. I'm very compliant. With, with authority, I'm very respectful and polite. Um For me, I feel like um, I'm somewhat of a, a manipulator. I'm going to do what it is that I need to do in that moment, in those circumstances, in order to acquire or procure whatever it is that I'm, that, that is a, my objective. So, mm-hmm. get out alive, what are you going to call it? And I wasn't even concerned with any of that. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm licensed to carry. I don't do dirt no more. Now, it could have went awry. I could have got my, black, my brains blown out. That's just the reality of the matter. Yeah. Nevertheless, yep. I was complicit. I was compliant. I was respectful. Uh, because that's, it has a lot to do with respecting the, the, their authority. But I can give them that. I don't care about none of that. I, I'm somewhat impartial. I don't. I ain't never got pulled over. Why the f you pulling me over? I don't do none of that. That's madness to me. Yeah. Anyway, he pulled me yeah. over, rolled out my window. So as he approached my vehicle, I vol- voluntarily divulged that I was a uh, legal uh, license uh, license to carry, uh, and I had my yep. joint in my coat pocket. So I got my hand on ten and two. He said, "Okay, where do you keep it?" And I. And I, I pointed, I like used my eyes to point in my left jacket, jacket pocket inside my coat. So he said, okay, keep your hands on the steering wheel. I'm going to reach into your coat to pull it out for, for your own safety. Now, I could have been belligerent, right? Why? I'm like, yeah. you carry. Like, no, you can't reach into my car. No, none of that, man. I ain't trying to do nothing. It's wintertime. I'm trying to get to the crib. So I, I allowed exactly. him to do that. He took my gun. My gun. He uh, emptied out the mag. I think he put it in his in his vehicle, uh, relieved me from the vehicle, ran my information, searched me. A couple of more cars pulled up because I, fi- I figured somebody probably had reported that I had a weapon. <clears throat> so I think it's four cars at this time, all white males. Again, big black dude, all black with a Glock on him on yep. the north side. Yep. Uh, things, things went exceptionally well. By the time I left, Kyle, the, the dude thanked me. 
The officer who initially pulled me over thanked me and said it was the most pleasant experience he had had. And, and, and you know what that's saying, Kyle? That's saying to me, your people are animals. I'm surprised you're not an animal as well. Thanks a lot. That, that's that's how that was. That was uh. And that's how I interpreted his, what he said. When I go to the doctor and I when I deal with a number of Europeans, you know what they say? You're you're hmm. relatively well spoken. You're very articulate. That's not a yeah. compliment to me. You know what that says? Yeah. The people that I've dealt with that look like you are imbeciles. You're not one though. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, so it, it's definitely, yeah, blame on systemic racism and all of that. But damn, man, like, you you look at the twerk post and the fight post, we're in bad shape. We're just in bad shape, and, <laughs> and we need some change, and we, we don't have to help. Why would our captors, I think we forget that we were brought to this country as slaves, as Chattel. Why, would our, why do we expect our captors to help us? These, these are the descendants of the people who brought us in to facilitate it, bringing us into this country to build this empire. We, we should expect no help from them. Nevertheless, we're going to still allow them to educate our children. We still have to do business with them, you know, so it's, it's, it's quite the quandary. So I don't even know if I've answered your question, but, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like I, I don't even know where I was going, but I feel like, you know, if you conduct yourself uh, appropriately, doesn't necessitate that things will go well for you. But I believe you have a higher probability of things going well for you, um, you know, if you conduct yourself and behave yourself um, civilly, civilly speaking. And, and again, I, I can have a run in with the police tonight and, and get gunned down. That's just the reality. Like, as you very well know, cause just because I'm black, I don't expect it to happen, though. I don't even think that will happen. Nevertheless, there is a possibility of that happening because I'm yeah. black. <clears throat> so. Yeah, yeah. And what, with that being said, like, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, you know, all cops, man, like, they get the nicest guy, have the pleasant smile, but I'm still going to act like they're killers um, just for <laughs> my there, safety as well. Right. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Um, as Muhammad Ali said best, and I just shared this on Facebook because I think it's kind of cool, um, he says, you know, um, um, there could be 10,000 snakes and only 1,000 of them are not intent to, you know, bite me. Does that mean I should let all the snakes in and pray that, you know, a thousand are going to try and protect me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, no, I'm going to close the door and, and leave all snakes to be snakes um, and, and not bother me. Um, not saying that white people are snakes. Um, that was his, no, no, saying. but, but you know what I mean? Just people in general, man. Like, oh, okay. Like, like I've, I've had, you know, encounters with good people and I've had encounters with bad people. Um, but I'm still going to treat, everybody the same just because I'm not going to get duped. Again, everybody has an agenda. Yes. <laughs> so kind that, of goes sadly enough, like, but that goes back to when we were talking about the ego. The ego, like, why would I have an agenda? My agenda with you should be, you know, just to get to know you. There should be no ulterior motive, right? Boy, am I yeah. trying to, but that, see, I'm trying to sleep with your woman. Uh, I'm trying to get over on you. See, that's a mentality. That's a, that's a, that's a disease. That's a disorder. You know what I'm saying? That's something that's 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 inside someone. That's centrifugal. Yeah. Right? Something that's at the fulcrum of that of that individual's nature, and hinges upon what they operate and conduct themselves on. Like so, and you know who's decent, and you know who's indecent. Like mm-hmm. social media is the best platform to be able to say, oh, I don't like that person, or you know, I, I I like that person because people reveal who they are. Inevitably. Kinda. Kinda. 
you know, and, and that's relative. You, you're right. I understand when you say that. But see, see, going back to religion, there's a, a set, few set of standards that I that I judge everybody on, and most people fail to meet that criteria. So, mm. so I have a little easier time selecting who I would associate myself with because mm. <laughs> uh, my my method, methodology is so more so so much more stringent than everyone else's. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna probably spend too much time with you if if you approach me. So, for instance, this one dude, and I don't, uh, I'll try to make this as short short as possible. I don't know how much time we have left, but I'm a truck driver. I, I haul scrap metal, very very uh, expensive product um, in trade and sale, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I pull up to the gas station to fuel up. A dude approached me, hey man, um, why don't you drop some of that off at my crib, and we can split the profit. I'll take it to, you know, a remote location, unknown, unnamed location, and uh, I'll split the profit. Just give me your number. You know, we can hook up. So that's I'm never going to get close to that kind of person. Why? Because that person is a thief. Yeah, exactly. So, and I ain't just talking about thou shall not steal, but that person is a thief. So this person is willing to steal from my employer. Why would I be and with him and, and believe that he wouldn't steal from me? Yeah. So, you know, for me, very easy. It's very easy to know who's who. Uh, I believe people divulge it all the time. Uh, but I think our standards of judgment and measurement vary, are skewed, are ob- ob- uh, opaque and oblique. Like, I think the barometer and our moral compass, which you have to, I think you have to use, man. You, you just have to use it. Like, you're going to hurt yourself if you don't use a moral compass. But how can you use your moral compass if it's broken, like you don't really have one. You somewhat, you know, allow yours to to be dis to, to to be dysfunction, become dysfunction. So I think that's an issue, man. I sure, I can I can leave my life savings around all my friends. There's not a doubt in my mind that they never grab it. Every single one of them. the people who I closely associate myself, who I call my brothers and sisters, money on the table. I, I can send them to the store with my, my credit card number. I know ain't no money going to be missed because they, they practice a set of principles, the same one principles that I practice. So that's just, and that's why I've aligned myself with them. That's why the allegiance has been formed, the alliance has been formed, because I know who these people are at their core. Now, these people ain't perfect. You know, these people carry guns. They're they from the same hood that we're talking about. But I, I just know what it is with these people. You know, because there's a higher power that they have to answer to. So consequently, they they, they don't treat people a certain way, and that's that's just what it is, man. So in, from in my in my cos, uh, cosmology, sir, it always reverts back. You know, consequently, the religion. That's just what it is. You know, we talk mm. about who can we trust. I, I'm only I'm sincerely now. I, I don't know you. I, I believe I know you well enough. I don't believe you know you 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 know mean me any harm, and I trust that. Um. You know, but I feel like there's brothers who I grew up with, did, robbed with, did dirt with, that if I met right now on the north side, I wouldn't invite them to my home. I, I ain't yeah. known them in 15, 20 years. That's just what yep. it is. I'd invite you to my home, though. You haven't given the impression that you mean me any harm. Now, though my yep. friend who I grew up with 20 years ago, I don't know him anymore. We've been apart for 20 years. I don't know what niggas been doing in my absence. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, man, you gotta protect yourself first and foremost. So I don't have any qualms with you not wanting to go out. You some you seem somewhat of an introvert, maybe even an ambivert. I think if given a cause, you would go out and have a, a great time. I have oh, yeah. out of my mind that that's the case. But yeah, man, I, you stay yourself. I, I do. 
I, I, I like to have fun. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily a party starter, but I like to keep the flames going, as you call it. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, <laughs> and right, so right. if we're out and the, and the drinks is going, you know what I'm saying? I'm Ric Flair. Let's shut it down. You know what I mean? Like, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, if it's, if it's, if it's, uh, <laughs> if it's going to be one of the nights, man, just let me stay at home. Let me play my Xbox, smoke my, yeah. my, uh, my green and, and be cool. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just the way it is. And that's just because man, like, I know, like, I, I don't know. I used to be like this social person where I've had people around me 24 seven, but then again, I've, I've come across things where I'm just like, man, I, I'm just tired and don't really want to deal with the world. And so that's why I like to just chill, you know, um, not saying so, that all people are bad. I'm just, just, uh, taking care of myself. So, seeing that you're you're now somewhat of a different person in regards to how you used to, uh, you know, behave yourself in regards to how you associate with people, is it because mm-hmm. of some things that transpired between you and some some that you closely had uh, allied oh, yeah. yourself with? Like, you know what I'm saying? We all always oh, yeah. get jerked. Yeah. And constantly, oh, yeah. You, someone, definitely. you know, become this adamant or callous or develop this adamant or callous. Uh, ex- exterior. Yes, I, I can tell you honestly. Yes, um, I've I've had homies that I kicked it with and uh, thought they was on something like like with me, but you know what I'm saying it's not. So like, um, I'm out here kicking it with the homies. I'm buying them Wee and Chin and things like that, and they're saying they're broke. But later on that day, they're paying for somebody else to go. To you know, what I'm saying the food court across the street at the mall. It was like I thought you didn't have any money. You know, what I mean, why? You know, like like that's that's messed up. Like that's making me go above about you know about my way to make sure you're accommodated and we're cool and we're both fed when you had money this whole time and you lied to me. You know what I mean? Or like I've had a homie where they saw me, they went with me, and this is my fault. I sh- this is why. I, uh, don't have an open book, I guess, as much. But uh, went with me because I got my open house money. I uh, uh, took my money, got in a bank account, and he took a blank check from somebody, had me cash it, and I didn't know anything because I was 18 at the time. You know, so I didn't know anything. I cashed it, gave him some money, and then it was like the whole check bounced. So it was like sometimes people. Getting too close to people or getting attached to people ain't always what it seemed because uh, nice people get taken advantage of or something. Cause like I'm all about helping people still, even to this day. Even though like I, I like got uh, robbed or or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like uh, tricked, I guess you could say. Um, right. I still I still believe in people and still want to see them grow, and I think that's just me having a big heart, but. I still appreciate my solitude because sometimes some people are just too much to deal with. So it's kind of a contradicting so, type of thing. No, I understand exactly where you're coming from, which somewhat puts you in a logical bind and fallacy because, like, for instance, what is wrong with what they did to you, the offenses that they committed? What's wrong with someone lying to you? Well, I believe lying is a logical fallacy. But I believe it also has everything to do with religion and morals, right? 
Mm. You know, it, it all ties back into that. You you can't. It's unavoidable. You you cannot evade it. You cannot. It's inescapable. So, someone lied to you. Someone someone took something that belonged to you. Well, that's a thou shalt not steal. That's a thou shalt not bear false witness. Those are the types of issues that essentially create havoc, right? That create yeah. bedlam. Yeah. Um, these. That's why we have issues with people because they're not doing what what is humane. Like we put yeah. so much emphasis on, like, oh, this is the Bible. This is the Bible. like, this. These things are very simplistic and relative components of successfully operating in any community or society. Like, for instance, this is what you can. This is what you you know about me. Well, you don't know, but I'll tell you. You got a woman, Kyle. You ain't never got to worry about me sleeping with your woman, Kyle. You ain't never got to worry about me. That. You ain't ever worry about me. <laughs> killing you or, or more readily understood murdering you. These are yeah. things that you don't have to worry about. Why? Because I, I certainly would never commit those things because I don't want those things happening to me. Yeah. I would certainly hope, you know what I'm saying? So we're in a society where people are literally promoting adultery, promoting promiscuity. So yeah, you have, you got some, you got some, you need to be concerned, right? So yeah. now you bring your woman around me, you, you got to be concerned with whether or not, because now it's, it's uh it's whimsically and capriciously initiated. Like it ain't yeah. women are whores and they don't even, it ain't nothing wrong with it to them. <laughs> you know, because it's no longer whore. They've been they replaced that with uh you know the pseudonym or the exactly the euph- <laughs> It's a euphemism now. It's a it's a caricature now. Now she's pretty. She has a big booty or she has money. Are you still a whore? That, that, that don't change. So yeah. you know you get with a woman again. And, and so this, these are the brothers that I've aligned myself with. The brothers that I've aligned myself with, I ain't, I ain't never got to worry about them sleeping with my woman under any circumstance. It's not something to even cross my mind. I ain't never yeah. got to worry about my woman sleeping with them. I ain't got to worry about them stealing from me. And, and, Kyle, this is how you have peace with your associates. This is, the only, this is the only way. Now, things are always circumstantial, though, brother. Now, let's say if we all became millionaires, right? Mm-hmm. That would potentially change us. Me and you are best friends. You know, you are who you are because of your circumstances. Like, let's say if you're a, a mono, in a monogamous relationship, you're a, you're a, you're not an infidel. You're essentially a, an individual who is faithful to one woman. But if I give you a mm-hmm. million dollars right now, you're going to cheat on her almost immediately. Quote, unquote, cheat on her. You're going to become a different person. Why? Because you just uh, excelled socioeconomically. Now, you're, now you have access to a different breed and type of woman. Period. So, you know, things change, man. Things change, and people are too fickle, and people are too volatile. So I understand why you don't want to associate yourself closely with them. So I implore you, man, I suggest that when you do, <laughs> judge, judge them based upon how they conduct themselves from a moral perspective. And and, and I've done that for years now. It's worked relatively well. I, I don't have issues with people, Kyle, and have it. I don't know how long, because if I'm having an issue with somebody, they're not a friend of mine. I don't have issues with my friends. My friends ain't never been nothing foul to me. We ain't never got into no heated discussions. They, I ain't never had to cut a friend of mine off. I be reading some of them Facebook like, what are you talking about? She had to cut your friend off. What, what's going on? That wasn't your friend now. That was an associate. That was an acquaintance. So if we by the definition of the word, again, like, but we're we're getting older, so we're learning what what you know the process of elimination, trial and error. This is that's what it, that's what this is for us. You know, so my, like I said, I can call my friends right now if I need something from them. 
that they're there. I don't got to expect nothing back from them or nothing like that. So, but that's somewhat of a, a lost, that's a lost art here, man. Like, people don't know how to even acquire friends like that because we're so skeptical. And like you used the, the word you used earlier today, pessimist. We're all pessimists because we've all been done wrong. Yeah. So we go into we go into situations we go into situations no matter how fortuitous they may appear we go into them skeptical we go into them leery because we know morally people have been uh, compromised. So mm. again, goes right back to what we were talking about. That's just what it is, man. Unless you know, you you please tell me that that ain't it. <laughs> I I have I have faith that it's not though. To be honest with you, man, like I I still believe that. There is good. There's good in people. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's just I think I think it's a tougher subject, or like when it comes to certain things, like uh, financially is the biggest one. It's always hard to talk money with anybody, whether best friend, parent, you know what I'm saying, brother, like whatever. Like it's always it's always tough. Um, but I feel like when it comes to just common respect or common courtesy. Um, that's always going to be tough. And that's because of, like you said, um, what, like social, social standing, I guess, um, like you could be raised in Minnetonka, um, always had a good upbringing and not necessarily know what it means to struggle, you know, um, you had somebody who could teach you right and wrong. And so when you became an adult, you were good. Um, and then you had some people who who uh, uh, had to find out everything on their own um, and didn't, you know, don't, didn't really necessarily know uh, anything about ins and outs. And now they're struggling to keep up. Exactly. To keep everybody, exactly. Everybody's trying, the race is just to have equal platforms. And so like when, and it's crazy because when those two type of people meet and they become friends, um, it becomes tough when it, when it comes to, I guess, talking feelings or money feelings like or anything it's just it's it's tough um kind of forgot where i was going with that you were saying it was still good and you still you feel like it's still good oh yeah but but like but like um but then again there are those people who stand where you're coming from um and they they help see good in you um and it's like I I feel like I isolate myself um, because I feel like people aren't on my level, or not necessarily on my level, but just like I feel like I can't go to them, and that's just all again personal opinion. But when you actually talk to right. people and things actually work out, then you kind of you're like, ah, oh, maybe there is good in people. So I feel like there isn't. Um, I, I feel like not everybody, and not everybody is bad. It's just sometimes people don't know how to give you the answers, or you know, sometimes they gotta look out for themselves too. Cause I, I'm the, I'm the type of person that put people first over myself, uh-huh. and that, okay. and that's the reason why I isolate myself. You know what I mean? Because because you don't, it's not reciprocated. You do that and get no return on your investment. You ended up, you end up mm-hmm. in the short end of the stick. You say, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. So you're an empath. You, you you almost are beleaguered with the responsibility of having to put people before yourself. But people are pathetic, so they never give you a return on their Like, and I understand what you're saying. 
But in my experience and in my estimation, yeah, that's good in everybody, but even that's subjective and relative, and you almost have to get, like, you have to define good. What's good? Walking a, a lady off across the across the street? I'm the guy who, if you, and when I, if I were your friend when we were adolescents, I would have come in your house, addressed you, addressed your mother and father by their last name. When, when I was growing up doing dirt, I was so conniving. No one ever believed that I was actually doing the dirt that they heard that I was doing. Hmm. I was the guy who people said, oh, not Carrie. No way. Right. You know, if I beat somebody up at school or if I, you know, whatever I was doing, they didn't believe it because I still conducted myself appropriately. And I, I was, nice I was person, a number right. of different people. And that's, that's my point. Like, what is nice or good worth? Because everyone is still bad. And what I mean by that is we get back into the ego. It's about self-preservation at the end of the day. If I got to slice your throat in order to survive, one, or or to excel, or to be um, given a premium, or to receive a, a reward, you're expendable. That's the issue. Love, genuine love for you will never make you expendable in my, my sight. You understand what I'm saying? Now, genuine mm-hmm. love don't mean me taking you out to dinner or bringing you a casserole when you move on a block. Genuine love means... I'm not going to do the things that I named earlier, sleeping with your woman, lying to you, stealing your things, leaving you to be at peace and tranquility within your own respective field, not intruding, not disrupting the, the fluidity of whatever it is that you have going on. That's how you know if I'm decent or not. And that, gets, that somewhat gets befuddled in selfish ambition, egocentricism, and, uh, and desire. So, for instance, when you get your woman, your woman was good, right? But when she did you bad, she became, you know what I'm saying? Who isn't good? We know that's good in everybody. That ain't even a discussion. The discussion is why are we isolating ourselves? Why? Because people are ridiculous, man. That's why. Time and time again. This is from observation, Kyle. This is from education, and this is from experience. You can't convince yourself or persuade yourself or dissuade yourself otherwise. You know people are. Yeah, we got hope that people are good and all of that, but we know how people are. We know that. everybody. And the sad part about it is everyone knows. We're, we're a society. Every denizen in society knows that, man. Yeah, I'm having a good time with this person, but if I have any sense, I'm going to watch my wallet or play my woman close. And that's, that's what it's become. And you know that that's what it's become. Look, look at the highest level of governments, man. Like, it's rampant. It's replete in every... Uh, corridor and bureau in this in this freaking uh, society. Hmm. Like our free, the highest level of, of allegedly, right? The highest level of uh, highest office that you can that you can man or occupy in this country. There's bigotry. There's bigotry there. There's corruption yep. there. There's depravity there. There's cynicism. There. Come on, Kyle. Like. It's, and it's always been there, obviously, but this person is a staunch proponent of corruption and depravity. You know, he, he's, he's, he's essentially excelled by doing wrong, clearly. But if, it's a, if it occupies the highest office in this country, and the, we know it occupies the lowest office, right? We know the McDonald's worker can't survive off nine ten dollars an hour, so the first chance they get, many of them, obviously, they're going to steal out of the cash register. That's why people still, and, and there's people who have millions of dollars, who have hedge funds, who have hegemonies, and they still steal. So it don't matter if they have little. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they have a, a lot. The eye is not see, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear with hearing. 
greed, good old American greed. We can't have enough. I can't have enough pizza. I eat a whole pizza right now and, and regret it after I eat it, but I do it again tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to sleep with somebody woman, and I'm going to sleep with somebody woman again, and, I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to shake your hand tomorrow. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we're up against. And, but you're absolutely right. I think you're a decent brother. That's why I'm having mm. this discussion with you. Thank you. But how could you project or or remotely predict or prognosticate what somebody is capable of, Kyle? You cannot, given the circumstances, exactly. given the right conditions. You, you just don't know. And, and y'all, y'all forbid those circumstances present themselves. So let's say you and I are good friends. And uh, your woman says, forgive me for using this same trite, pedantic, and trivial uh, example, but for whatever reason, I'm stuck <laughs> on it. Your woman says, okay. your woman says hey, uh, hey, Carrie, if you and I sleep together, and Kyle has is never going to know because I'm never going to tell him. So if you don't tell him, you won't find out, right? Most people in my position, Kyle, is going to sleep with your woman. Why? Think so? Because I don't. Ha- they don't have to fit. Absolutely, most men. Yeah. If if if, I'm, if you're in the event that your woman is really good looking, right? Okay. Most well, yeah, people are going to do it because they don't have to fear. They don't have to fear reprisal, right? Because she's assuring me that she's she's not going to tell you. Well, if she ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to tell you. So how are you ever going to find out? You're not. So, and I say that to say that person is someone who doesn't genuinely love you because it's not about getting over on you, man. It's about Intruding or violating something that belongs to you—that's what it's about. You have to have—you have to have that position, physio- uh, philosophically and theologically. You have to have that. I can't do this because it inflicts damage upon this individual, and that doesn't resonate with everybody. That's not something that's incessantly inculcated upon somebody's conscience. That's just not. It's I'm willing to do for me. I'm trying to do for me. The Migos, Kyle, it's funny because we promote these people. We 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 love them. We're their fans. But they're going to sleep with our woman. They tell us that we're going to do it. They're going to do that if our woman looks good enough to them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hilarious. They're going to take from us so when Fab beats up his woman. I'm not surprised Fab beats up his woman. He's been talking about drug distribution in the black community for 15, 20 years. Right. He been talking about killing, robbing, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, he beat up a woman. Okay. That's the least of the crimes that he's committed. Right. He's been rapping about destroying the black community for 15, 20 years, and has consequently become successful because of it, right? Europeans aren't right. going around rap- singing about how much meth they're distributing in the, in the white community. Because if they're they really did, not. they would never excel in the in in white community. White people ain't having that foolishness. Only black people are supporting people talking about how much dope they sell. Man, we're, we're, we're in a mess. We're in a, a maelstrom of destruction and, and catastrophic events that we still haven't yet to see because of the things that we're done. But we're going to see them. We're, we're going to see them because we have issues that nobody want to address. Nobody want to talk about the, the psychological and the, the logical fallacies that we have to deal with. We venerate drug dealers and murderers who rap about drug dealing and murdering. They're famous in our community. They're celebrities, and we've made them rich by supporting their music, right, Kyle? Yeah, that's true. That, 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 ain't an issue. Well, that ain't an issue. That's an issue, in my personal opinion. Now, yeah. I'm guilty as charged, too. <laughs> I like the same people I'm talking about, but so I have an issue, too. I'm not an exception to the rule, but that's a problem, mm. man. That's a problem, man. White people aren't, mm. Europeans aren't rapping about 
meth labs in the country or singing about meth labs in the country and, and becoming millionaires overnight. That's not what's going on in the European community, man. It won't be allowed. Now, they pedophile, they they a lot of stuff. They ain't that, though. You know, that's just what it is. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, I was going to say, however, though, they could be buying to, into a story, not necessarily who they are. I mean, rappers may rap about what they've seen, but they ne- not necessarily are doing the crimes. It's just all figured that we speak. I, I, I absolutely agree with you, but that's still, that, that's, that doesn't make it any less problematic because we're still drawn to a captiva- captivated buyer. We still find it tantalizing enough to, to pay $100 for a ticket or, you know what I'm saying? It, whether it's, it's figurative or literal, it's still something that we haven't excommunicated. It's still something that we have we don't find cause to, to eliminate. We don't we haven't mm-hmm. terminated any of that. But but mind you, we're having issues within our community and we don't believe that that's one of them. So I mean and mind you these these are our educators. Jada you can't tell me that Jada Kiss and Jay Z didn't raise me, brother. I didn't have a father right. I'm from a single parent home. I, I don't know who my father is. So when I confess to you or admit or attest to you that Jay Z raised me and Beanie Siegel raised me, I'm that's wholeheartedly uh Sincerely, rappers raised me. So when people tell you, say, man, music ain't intact, they lying. Yeah. The people that I robbed, I was playing DMX when I robbed them. When I was selling drugs, I was listening to rap. I had the, some of the brightest ideas that I had because I was listening to my favorite rapper tell me that I should do what I thought that I came up with, the, plan, the, cynical, the cynical and the diabolical scheme that I came up with. So if you're your brother's keeper, you're not going to do that. Could I rap about nonsense? Am I talented enough to rap about nonsense and get a deal? Yeah, I believe so. I'm confident. I, I may be wrong. I'm confident enough that I can, though. But yeah. at what expense? At the expense of the destruction of my community? Nah, nah, man. I'm not going to have my hand in that. I understand why somebody else could because they're ambitious. They're self-ambitious. Yep. They're willing to destroy their community if they become wealthy. And that's why the record labels are signing these clowns. This is by design. This wouldn't have happened in the 90s when Public Enemy and and uh, the X-Clan and a number of these guys were still somewhat um, sentinels in our respective communities. Yeah. When that happened, they wouldn't have yeah. allowed it. But yeah. the, the building has been taken over. It's official. It's official. And, and we're defenseless. Puffy, all Puffy talking about, we need to... Why is Puffy talking about, we need to make our own? Why y'all ain't done it already? I've been hurting millionaires for how long? No, for real. I just seen a post that he said, we need to we need to do something. So I'm like, what you talking about, man? You, Jay-Z, Oprah, Beyonce, why y'all ain't done it already? Y'all got Bob Johnson? Y'all got the money. So I, I addressed some of that stuff on Tombstone. They already got the money, man. They ain't done it because they, they're not allowed to do it. And if that's not the case... Please attempt to reconcile it for me. Please. They black too, right? right? They from the market side. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You can't. It's tough. Like, like for one, they got, well, themselves to worry about. You know, like, if I if I sat here and gave 150 mil to the hood, oh, what is that going to do to my endorsements? You know, or, or um, I ain't going on tour for a while, so how am I going to be able to maintain it? I got taxes coming up. I got to pay that. You know what I mean? So, like, or my accountant says I can't do it because I done spent, you know, 150 last time on, on donating to charity. So I feel like they got too much red tape to really 
do what they want to do, um, even even if they were signed to a major label or not. I just feel like I just feel like once you make a certain amount of money, you're no longer you. You're the money, basically. So, so you don't have no choice. What about the philanthropic uh, initiatives and the, and the altruism of, you know, many Europeans who just say, hey, I'm going to just get this money away? And that's the problem. We're not – none of our leaders, because uh, for lack of a better term, and Sally say it, Beyonce is our leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the leader. The leader of our community are comedians and performers. That's a problem in and of itself. That's a problem in and of itself. The leaders of the black community are athletes. Comedians and actors. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny you talked about Mal- uh, Mal- or You said something about Muhammad Ali, but Malcolm X hated that that was the case because I guess it's always been the case. Who funds these people? Who gives these people their big break? Euro- Eurocentricism, Westernized mm. civilization, financiers, bankers. So whose pockets are they consequently in? You're right. These people are not willing to lose everything that they've, they've, they've amassed, the wealth that they've amassed. The wealth that they've been – you and I are not important enough for them to sacrifice all that they've acquired thus far at the end of the day. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just, that's just what it is. Yep. And I understand that. So when I ask these questions, they're rhetorical. I have the answer to them. I know that they're not doing anything out of the ordinary. I mean, if you take Eminem, like he's from Michigan. Not necessarily for Flint, but I know he has enough money to at least cut that that pipeline or that uh, water funds down tremendously. I think it's at what fifty five. I, I didn't even consider that. Very good point. My goodness, you know what I mean? So like he he got fifty five mil. Royce the five nine got money. You know uh, all these DJs out here in the East Coast, all of them could have got together and put fifty five mil together. They put a million. So like. You know what I mean? Like, these, these people could have done a lot more. Yeah, just a million. Like, Big Sean and them just probably put up a million. And they had that put up a million challenge. Like, that's okay. And and not to mention, that's a fact. That's, you know what I'm saying? You could write that off on your taxes. Like, charity. But they don't want to do it. See? So, like. And that's the problem, brother. That's the problem. Like, so our leaders, why, why don't our leaders fit the bill, right? Mm-hmm. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Oprah. Big Sean, all the rappers, they, they couldn't have collectively come up with $55 million. Yeah. Damn, like, you just, Prince, Prince made, I remember, $90 million on tour one, one year. I believe this had to be 2006 or five. $90 million on tour. How much Beyonce going to make on tour? How much she going to make on album sales? Oh, Jay-Z is almost a billionaire. This is a this is a spit in our face for us to see yeah. our leaders on Forbes and to see the Flint, Michigan incident. Now, mind you, I'm a hypocrite, too, because I, I haven't donated or contributed a dollar to, to Flint, Michigan, Michigan's issue. So yeah. I, I'm no better than these same people I'm talking about, but this is the complexity and the the uh, the enigma of the conversation that we're having. Like, I, if our leaders won't bail us out, who will? Well, we well we, as we, you and I are having this discussion, we know our our leaders can't bail us out, right? We know mm. our leaders are on a short a, sh- a short leash. <laughs> They're not allowed to bail us out. But why? You must ask. Why? Why is the systemic destruction? And the annihilation of because this isn't all people, brother. This isn't Somalis aren't getting gunned down at the rate that we are. This isn't a pigment issue. This isn't a melanin a melanated issue, as many people would love to believe. The West Africans in Brooklyn Park aren't getting gunned down by the police. The Somalis, the East Africans, the Eritreans, the Ethiopians, the other races who are just as black as we are, if not considerably blacker, right? 
they're not getting gunned down by the police. So that doesn't that somewhat exonerate them or or um diminish the authenticity of that theory? It's because it's about color, right, Kyle? Mm, no, because it's always been African Americans versus whites. You know, all these other I races, agree. even Africans themselves, uh, migrated over. So they're looked as foreign as opposed to we're looked as brothers. Like, that's what it is. But, but, just, I thought they couldn't tell the difference, though. I thought they could. So they, so they can tell the difference between color people. They know who's who. Right? Even we can. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, even we don't identify as Africans. We, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't identify as Indigenous African people. Yeah, we don't identify as Indigenous African people. We should, but we don't. You know what I mean? And no, so, I like, know that, but I'm saying if there's a, if there's a lineup of, of a Hebrew or a, a Western, you know, a Nigerian, a Liberian, a, a Black, quote-unquote, African-American, a, a Eritrean, an Ethiopian, a Sudanese individual, you think they'd be able to say who's who? They wouldn't be I able to pinpoint they wouldn't be able to pinpoint, and I don't think I would be able to, but you know what I mean? Like, I can still say, okay, I can I can tell that one's from Somali and that one's from, you know, Ghana. Like, I can I can probably do that, but I can't, I can't, well, that's pinpointing, but I can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can take a guess or have some sort of sense that they're not from the same area, but I can't pinpoint it. I'm someone in a cultural study, so I, I'd definitely be able to identify each race. But my point is, like, when they're gun, when they're aiming their guns, they're saying, "Oh, that's a Somali, and I ain't gonna shoot him." And, and he gets a pass, he gets absolved. Oh, that, that's definitely a nigga, or that's definitely African American. Let's gun him down. Is that what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, of course. Why the disparity? Why the disparity? And if that is the case, how do you reconcile that? Why do they have a beef with us? What do we do to them? Why are they going to down? Why are they going to down another other dark race? I mean, I guess there's a lot that comes into it, <laughs> but I think it's just the long, long thing of we we can't have you as. I mean, see, man, this is you know it's 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 eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> And I can and I can break down and give you at least five to ten reasons why. Things are the way oh, they are I'm, now. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. We can definitely conclude and finish, you know, and uh, uh, reconvene at a later time, man. But yeah, I'm I'm anxious to hear your theory as to why we're the only dark race that's going, dark race that's going through what we're going through in this country. I'm, I'm curious. I can just say. I can just say it started in 1416, or uh, 1619. I'm sorry, 1619 is when it started, um, and we'll just say that it's it's never going to end because of that. So, <laughs> okay, that's that's okay. probably one of the okay. reasons. It's sixteen nineteen. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll finish this another time, and I enjoy myself as always, man. Yeah, I appreciate you um, having me. So, what do you want to plug? Anything um, other than your your uh, your uh, SoundCloud is uh, SoundCloud dot com forward slash uh, Sam Carlisle. So super simple. Otherwise, you can just Google Sam Carlisle to find him. Um, but anything you want to plug, like. Uh, I dare I say anybody you want to shout out to? Man, shout out to Kyle for having me on the show, man. It's always <laughs> a pleasure to come on here. And really, I just feel like we just basically like talking on the phone. It's kind of the impression I get, like, yeah. So that's that's always fun. I don't really talk on the phone too much, so this is this is quite, uh, you know, the stretch for me, especially for this for this length of time. But I appreciate the opportunity <laughs> yeah. I've been given. I don't got no shameless plugs, man. Um. 
Uh, yeah, man. You know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of the, the the MC that's just that's a lack of days ago and puts out things. You know, when he when he's given uh, the the inspiration to put out. So y'all yeah, probably can be expecting a couple more things from me. I got some things in the work. Uh, I'll put them out on SoundCloud and give it to you for free as long as I can, man. So of course, you know, and you know I'll give it some rotation. <laughs> man, my man, I appreciate you playing the cosmology like that joint. I figured that joint was gonna fl- fly over a lot of people's head, but it is what it is. Niggas gonna pick up a Love book sooner or later. I What'd you say, Kyle? Definitely. Oh, I definitely loved the intro. The intro was uh. Oh, okay. Was a start. So, I'm I'm, I'm a man. fan of us. Uh, of uh, of uh, spoken word, so like any anything that kicks off with a spoken word, you know it's about to be serious. And so I'm like, okay, you oh, got my attention. Oh, the intro, you followed. I'm tripping on uh, the cosmology. Did you follow that? Yeah. I'm glad you said that, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I was like, what, is, what intro are you talking about? Yeah, I'm a scatterbrain, man. At the end of the day, man, I'm a scatterbrain. I blew a lot of green back in the day. I'm still recovering <laughs> from all the difference that I blew. So yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, hey, I was shout out my guy Elijah, man. I, I don't know if Elijah's still listening or if he's listening tonight, but that's my guy. Um, I'm I'm sure he's probably getting ready to watch the fights. That's what I'm probably getting ready to do. Uh, uh, my man Adrian Bronner is fighting a Mexican dude and a dude Charlo. I never seen him, so I'm gonna go check all of them joints out. But we gotta link up sometime soon, man. Go get something to eat. I'm eating like cooked food again, so. Uh, do that. Yeah. So, like I said, just if you want to link, give me a call. We can meet up, or I can scoop you, or you come scoop me. Either or, you just try to shoot the breeze. Because I'm interested in hearing your theory on on the subject. I, I want you. I would love for you to elaborate. Oh yeah, man. No problem. Uh, thank you so much. And um, I'm probably just gonna hit you up uh, right after this. Um, you know, so we'll talk it up. Actually, I gotta make a few calls, so let me give you a call back. I gotta. I think I'm supposed to be at a couple of different places right now. I didn't expect to be uh, occupied this long or preoccupied this long. So let me see how things go. Obviously, I was gonna treat you as a millennial and just hit you up on Messenger, but. <laughs> oh man! Right. Oh, that's how we get down too. That's how we get down. Get on there, like man. Let me call this dude. See, I don't talk on the phone a lot, but I prefer to talk on the phone. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not gonna text. I'm not gonna. Do people text for two hours? You know, like is uh, that what happens? Like we couldn't. We couldn't have did this via text message. We got it's too long. We gotta talk. Screw that. Yeah, of course. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be really weird too, and long. Ooh. Two hours. You wouldn't even get half the conversation. It would just. You would just be stuck on on how you hate rap, and that would have been it. So just via text for two hours. <laughs> it's funny because if you don't use your auditory, uh, your sensory, like some sensory skills, I believe you, you somewhat lose them, right? Like you right. become uh, less fluent. There's more disfluency yep. in your speech. When you don't utilize your, your skill, your speech skills, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and that's what we're doing to ourselves via isolating ourselves. So, yeah, but not to keep you any longer, man. I'll be in touch with you, man, and I'm, I'm sure you will be in touch with me. I'll holler at you a little later. Yeah, man. Stay up. Have a good night. And, uh, Sam Carlisle's gone, and uh, I say goodnight to all of y'all. Be sure to check out, uh, I believe Ryan has some coming up here at 9 o'clock. Uh, might be the standing A count, as he mentioned here, for the boxing match uh, coming up with Adrian Browner. So stick tuned. Uh, stick tuned. Stick around. Uh, be sure to catch standing A count, uh, I believe, at 9 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good night.